Oh my god. Ah! I can't do this. I, d I honestly can't do this without parody. I don't know. Do what? Invite people. Uh, two titans and a guest host. Bam. Now he's to see the channel. There you go. Oh, thank you. Well, at least you know what you're doing. I've, 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 I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. There Here he is. comes to wreck the day. Yeah, you just didn't have the right permissions for me, it looked like. Yep, <laughs> I had to give you permission. I, I know he doesn't know how to do. I, I, I know a thing that he doesn't know that makes me special too. Yeah. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Good morning. Nah, morning. My morning what up, Kingsley? What up? So, so I've heard your name before, right? Um, uh, didn't weren't you like you had a thing, right? And that thing is 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 people listen to it sometimes. I thought, right, or something like that, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh, yep. It's a thing, and it's in a place, and it's called something. These things, I know that they have names, but I don't know the names. So, um, since you're a guy that I used to know, what um, you want you want to let everybody about? know who you are. And and how we know you and where you're from and why you're stalking us. It's a P O D C A S T. I look, don't it's too early to be using things like letters, okay? I know, right? I I woke <laughs> up for you guys bright and early. <laughs> Seven forty five my time on a Saturday. Oh, oh god. Seven forty five. You're you're West Coast. Uh, I forgot about that. That's not quite West Coast, that's mountain. Uh West oh, Coast is even an I, hour earlier. I, Utah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I live in Utah, yeah. but that's sorry, I I don't know time zones. No, it's fine. Uh, well, we it's not like the first time we've done this. Uh, there was another. <laughs> I don't know if it was our big extravaganza with all three groups, but it was another one where it was at least Guardian Hub, which, by the way, that's the podcast I'm from, right. and uh, <laughs> you guys. And it was also a, a morning one, and the I don't mind getting up for for things like this, but. Uh, Today I'm feeling great, but that day, I don't know if you remember, I had like a headache and I think I messaged someone or like a splitting headache and I had to like mute during some of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like yeah. I was drinking the it night was, before I didn't. A headache <laughs> and he had but, to mute respawn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I was on a bender from the night before, even though I wasn't. <laughs> but anyway, no, give, give an actual plug to your show. I was sure. at the run earlier. Yes, uh, I am Kingsley Mack, and I am from the Guardian Hub podcast, which, you know, it's a Destiny-based podcast like many of the other ones out there. I just decided to create it back at a time where there were uh, a few less. You know, it's gone through ebbs and flows with Destiny podcasts. These days we have a few more again, yeah. but some were just starting to shut down, and I had been a guest on a, another Destiny podcast on and off. And I just really wanted to start my own and uh, found Sin, a great guy who I've played with a lot since D1 and uh, started up the show just like, okay, not expecting much, but I know I can do a podcast because here's the thing, right? 
I play Destiny all the time, even during Curse of Osiris. So I yeah. knew if I could stay through the rough periods, <laughs> I could do a podcast because I didn't want to be one of these podcasts that just start up and then, you know, don't work out. out. And, yeah. and no, no offense to anyone starting a podcast, it doesn't work out. But for me, I wanted to be committed in my mind before I started it. And sure enough, we have 130 episodes now. So I don't know. Maybe we'll end next week. But <laughs> so far, <laughs> so far, we've been going strong. Well, you did oh. talk about ending it a couple of weeks back doing a Borderlands podcast, didn't you? Yeah, I always joke about ending it. <laughs> so um, speaking of which, we had some guy in our chat that was asking, hey, if you wanted to start up a podcast, you know, what are some things to consider? And we t- we, were, we were talking about, you know, you got to be dedicated to it, try to be there at the same time every time. You also have to consider how much time it's going to take to edit the work that you've done, if, you, if you're going to edit, right? Um, I mean, the, the research time it takes, there's a lot that goes into a podcast that people don't see. You know, even though Respawn doesn't research, my people do it for me. I'm just, I'm just a pretty face. Yeah, you, your people do it for you, yeah. 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 <laughs> you're researching a lot. I have people. <laughs> Respawn has people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. Parody and Night Demon do count here. Yeah, let, mm-hmm. let it be known that um, uh, Night Demon and Parody do all the research. Night Demon does all the editing. And every now and again, I'll listen to a twab, but I'm just here to read things sound pretty and be entertaining or you know be the butt of everybody's joke either way it's fine yeah i mean you do put in your research you do watch a twop from an yep. across or somebody. i watch videos every now and again yeah it's a thing i do <laughs> i have very strong opinions when it comes to hunters and how they're being treated yeah when, when, no. when yeah. you have three people it kind of i mean yeah we started off with two just me and sin and then now we have des raven also and oh really yeah and no. so sin is kind of like when all three of us are here, he's kind of settled more into like the not talking as much role. And we kind of like to have a joke with him. Like, no, since always update. done that. Even when we were with you on <laughs> yeah. the show, he was playing so. Iron Banner. And yep, I think yep. he, every During now and show. then he was like, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll interject something. I'll have an opinion. A bit like Respawn. Yeah. Hey, but when I'm not there, which is few and far in between, and by the way, our latest episode I wasn't able to make, which isn't out yet, one thirty, but it'll be out soon. Anyways, you'll be hearing Sin taking the lead, and it's really interesting. He does an excellent job whenever that happens. So he actually has to talk, Then, <laughs> Speaking of having to talk, do we have the outro this week? <laughs> um, not yet. Okay. I've got to, I'll look that up. Because <laughs> Parody always does the outro, uh... so in weeks where Parody's not here, none of us know the outro, or we don't know... Like we oh, don't know our Facebook, our, our our all all the stuff that we have, right? Like our Facebook, our Twitter, Twitch, all that stuff. He like, it yeah, I know we have a Twitter. It has something to do with the show. There's also a Facebook, and you know, what are they called? I don't know. Where are they at? Who knows? But you know, they're out there. What will we so, do? Yeah. <laughs> How will we end it? So he he's yeah. he's our he's our show closer guy, and we can't do it without him apparently. Yeah. Literally. No, I get it. I and mean, there's a certain. Um, Cadence, I, I assume you guys have too. At least with us, we always end it in a certain way where Sin likes to add in a little line. So when I'm not there and he's the one saying the line, it doesn't make sense for him to, okay, Sin, say the line now. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Des will actually kind of start the outro then and then Sin will say the line. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. The we best hub it. on the net, which by the way is our tagline. Yeah, no, I've heard it. Uh, no, the, the best thing. raid hub on the net, isn't it? Yeah, we won a 
small. There was only three groups. Hopefully there's more next time. But a raid race tournament that Elmer Fudd Games put on. And it kind of came down to a th- couple different Discord or groups. And it was the Guardian Hub versus Guardian Down versus um, a guy named, he has a very funny title, Poop Shiz, Poop Shizzle. <laughs> but yep. he's a really great guy. He's a good raider. And then some uh, guys with him from the Hoot Dog crew. And uh, I mean, it was no competition against Gator, but uh, we were ne- neck and neck with. That's the other only group. because that's only because the Frozen PC crew wasn't there. All right. Well, well you get, could get have in there next time. I didn't know it was the thing. I know. I don't know how much. I mean, we had it blasted all over Twitter, but I think what we need to do is get someone to like really like go on all the discords next time around and just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the very least, all the podcast discords that you guys are a part of, right? So, I mean, well, when you were advertising it, Elma did a an advert and put it on the beginning of your show. Next time, if you want, stick it on the beginning of our show. Send us it, and we're yeah. yes. I, we I think a in a way to, well. I I can't say for sure for him, but I think he was also kind of glad that it was smaller first yeah. time around because he hasn't done a Destiny one yet with like raiding and everything. He's he does a lot of other like Apex tournaments and things like that. But uh, I did suggest one to him last night. I said for the next time. You either have four or five guardians that are experienced in doing a raid. Sherpa, two people that have never done the raid oh, no. before. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. See, no, no, no. Like he's backing off. He's backing off because he knows what it's like trying to get me through a raid. We we had that idea, but we actually said it should be three and three. Yeah, uh, three experienced and th- three new. I think that would be a little bit too much with some of the things like the deep zone quit. <laughs> I mean, that I've heard is easy. Well, except for that you one. You say it's counter. easy, but you haven't taken me through that one. Well, it's because I don't like taking you through raids. It has nothing yeah. to do with the raid. <laughs> I'll take you through. Yeah, well, he'll I listen to, to you. He purposely does everything opposite that I tell him. No. That's yeah, there you go. Everything that respawn says, I purposely do opposite of. Anyone else, you know, I follow instructions very clear. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the issue, huh? Yeah, no, it yeah. absolutely is, dude. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why yeah. I won't take him through. I'll have somebody else like, you want to go through? I mean, Hold on. Let me let me get Fuzz. Fuzz will take you. Yeah. You know. To be honest, that, that was the, one of the main reasons why I wanted you on, because I don't want losers on this podcast or winners. Mm. So, you know, we Are can't you? have Gator on here because he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and we fired Nolsey from last week, so. <clears throat> oh, speaking Sorry. of Nolsey, right, so a little update from Nolsey. You know how I said that I got my catalyst. It took me three runs to get my catalyst for the uh, the new exotic. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just updated me. Thirty one attempts so far, and he still doesn't have catalyst. <laughs> wow, uh, it took me a while. I think for me, uh, I was hearing about all these people getting on the first, second, third run. It took yep. me probably like eight runs, and then I got it. I don't know exactly. It took I... you a while after eight. You hear that, Nelson? It took him a while at eight. <laughs> it t- took me five nosy. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, you guys. Hey, yeah. I'm glad to see somebody suffering because everybody's making fun of me for not having the Vex. So I'm glad somebody is not getting something. It's not well, that's what I was going to mention. Yeah, I was listening last week too. And uh, I love Vex Mythoclast. Sorry, you don't have it. Well, what's. Okay, I'm, I know people... I'm just not getting rewarded for it. Yeah, I know. Um, and remember, it only goes up once per week. They admitted the bug there. <laughs> uh, and how much oh. it goes up, my guess is 1%. Oh, 
Probably. Each week. Yeah, yeah. no. So might as well not even go up. But uh, no, no, still no. Have I, the I needed to go up. Even if it is just 1%. Yeah. You still I have the chance to read the week. It just won't go up more chance until the next week, not each character run. But I know people like Helios. I don't know if that name rings a bell. And yeah. he's yep. in our group. And he he's from Australia. And he's run it. Well, Mohafo was up here too. And he finally got it. But those guys, they've been running all the time. And they're more like at 50 runs. And they still haven't gotten it. Well, Mohafo has 50? now. 50? Yep. Oh, that does not give me. Well, hold on. 50 well, runs you... sounds a little high. Can you even have officially had 50 runs thus far? Uh, yeah, I think so. If you if you've done it three times per week since it's come out. Oh god, now I'm sad face. Yeah, but have you not heard the stories of 1K or Deep Stone people taking 100 runs to get it? Mm, Those weapons? No, it took me. It took me 39 and 40 something respectively to get those. But 50 or 100? Holy crap! Yeah. Holy crap! I think most people can agree have the cap like around 50. Like once you get there, just boom, you know, you get it. I'm and just that tired of RNG some, raid drops, dude. That bugs the like, hell out of me. I like. I don't the know. Facts. No, I like the old D1 style of. You may have two years wait to kind of get the Galahorn, or you may get it on this next drop. I like that. No, I do not like that. Play, no, people playing and wanting no. to get said no. weapon. No, no, because no, 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 yes. no, no. Because okay. I did the raid every week in D1, right? Yeah. And you know when I got the Gallahorn? Yeah. It's when Zerf sold it again a week before it got nerfed. Okay. Well, you I got tried for that. And then it got immediately nerfed. Right. I no hear right. we have nothing to complain about compared to games like World of Warcraft. They have crazy stuff like... You have to be here one day a month for 10 hours straight, and you have a 0.5% chance of getting the thing. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't mean ours is still right. I, no. Yeah, I've thought about this, too. I, in World some of ways, is also a very different style of game. Yeah, I'm just saying as far as RNG goes, we aren't the worst. I do know that. Um, but I also sometimes selfishly don't want people to get certain weapons if they're the type of person that'll stop raiding once they get that weapon. Well, um, no, that's what I'm saying. The 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 exotic should yeah. have a cap, right? It should. I agree well, on that. What keeps you playing is the random rolls for all the legendary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you'd probably would have gotten all of them by then. <laughs> I've got I mean, I, yeah. I do have all of them already. Except Plus for you can buy them now too, right? Well, kind of the, the the lottery thing at the end, but yeah. But if you took the lottery thing out, you know, and just had people random roll for the for the legendaries and mm -hmm. had a cap for the exotics, I think that would balance out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or we were talking about this the other night too. Once you start to raid a lot, you get full on the spoils of conquest thing. You know, like I've had all the weapons for a long time and I have nothing to spend them on, and they're just sitting maxed out, and plus accumulating my postmaster. Well. Wouldn't it be cool and make it super expensive, like at least 50 or so of them, but you could buy other things like maybe a golf ball or something else. And that'd get yeah. people to raid also. Well, that, that could also be the cap too, right? You know how instead of it being 250, you know, raise the cap and it, you, you can have like the current raid, right? How everybody's, mm -hmm. well, not everybody, me, I very specifically am missing the Vex, but like in, instead of paying 250 for an older, exotic raid you pay 500 or 750 
for the current season's exotic. You know, you make it or really, you really, use really those high. Spoils to have yeah. a reroll like a on the slot machine to see if you can get a vex out of that final chest. Something, you know, two two uh, RNGs at once. See yeah. if it drops RNG, and then see if the slot machine drops RNG. I mean, yeah, I mean if you've got RNG? plenty of spoils, what? like respawn probably has, maybe like two hundred and fifty or five hundred. Uh, for another roll, and you only get one roll per week per character, so that gives you like six chances to get get yeah. it in the character. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at some point, if you're going to have like a cap, it's probably better just having it like okay, you run the raid fifty times versus like I was thinking too, like well, maybe a thousand spoils will get you the weapon, but then the, what's the difference between that or just having a cap of how many times you run it? Yeah. So either it has to be pure RNG somewhere or a cap somewhere. I... I do not like pure RNG. I don't. I hate it. Pure RNG has never worked for me. And then so many people start speculating too, which I hate. Like they think they know like, oh, it's got to be the players that don't raid for a lot. And then they come back and then they get it. I'm like, no, trust me. I've, I raid a lot. If you look at my raid report, I have like over 400 total in the game of D2. And yeah. I've had some raids where I get things on run two. And I've had other raids where I get it now, my energy has never been too bad. My worst case scenario is like run 20 or so or 30 for it was 1K. But then that kind of like stops the theory of like, oh, how much you raid is depending on how the drop happens. Cause... Well, you say that, but if you listen to last week's show, then you'll know that I had a buddy that used to be in our clan and stopped playing for like two years until this season. Mm-hmm. And this season he's he's come back and he's really into it and he's playing a lot of PvP. And I was like, hey, we need a body for the raid. You want to do it? He goes, I don't know how to do raids. I'm like, it's fine. You know, we'll walk you through it. So we walked him through his main Titan character, right? Shut up. And um, he didn't get a drop. And the following week, I needed another body. I'm like, hey, we need a body. You feel like doing the raid again? He goes, yeah, I'll do it. So we played on his Warlock, which was like 1270. And he was getting one shot by like red bars. I mean, we were constantly reviving his ass, right? But we were there doing the raid. And at the end of it, his second raid attempt after not playing Destiny for two years on a character he didn't even help do the raid with, he gets the Vex. I know. I hear those stories a lot. I think think it's just because people get... But I also got it on my second attempt, and I raid all the time. So yeah, but see that I mean, no one that's talks fine. about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's why no one thinks uh, about that one. Because <laughs> uh, I'll still raid after I get it. Uh, you know, I I would almost I don't want people like I I want people to get the weapon almost before me. I don't want to wait to like run ten or twenty necessarily. I want to get it if it's a good yeah. weapon fairly quick. But I would be perfectly fine if it took me to run 20, 30, whatever, knowing that I raid a lot, I'll eventually get it. And then I get it on both DSC and VOG, you know, the two recent ones. I got it on my second round. I'm like, oh, well, sorry, guys, but I'm still going to raid. Don't worry. Yeah, but see, again, like you said, 20 or 30. I'm over 30 now. No, I'm not. I'm at 22. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's like when, you, when you're up there, you know, you, you're saying it like, oh, I'll get it eventually. but that eventually is the problem. Eventually, it's starting to act like a really long ass time, you know. It it is, yeah, and and then and especially when it's a weapon that's very predominantly used in PvP, yeah, with a point seven second, point seven seven second time to kill, 
Yeah. No, you, you need to make it more available than that, Bungie. You know? I'm even using it, uh, you know, I've hopped in trials a little bit, even though I really don't like PvP. And yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll use it too. It, it is good. I really like it, though, as solo PvE stuff. Like, it just mows, like, with all the particle deconstruction. And mm-hmm. and it has a longer range. It's kind of like pulse scout range, but fires like an auto, yet hits like a truck, like a linear fusion. It's like everything in one. And yeah. so if you're doing solo PvE content, it just is amazing. Yeah. I wonder what that feeling is like. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but uh, speaking of PvP, how do you like the new changes? Well, again, I'm probably not the best. I'll tell you, I'll tell you still, because I obviously did hop in it. I like I've never been much of a PvP player. I don't play trials ever until I did hop in with all these changes because everyone was. So I was part of that higher population that did and um so i don't really have tons to base it off from before the match is i'll start with like the sweatiness of the matches the last few weeks for me it seemed about the same as months ago the the few times i popped in now i'm not probably the best person to ask because i didn't do enough matches to really notice one way or the other but well, what day did you play on because this past i week... did the first i did all three weeks at least at least once um uh-huh. and then this last week i actually probably hopped in the most funny enough well what so, day because they changed it now so that yeah I all know. the sweaties I... are in the pool until mm-hmm. sunday so yeah yeah even after day. i did hop in after sunday and we were still um well i admittedly i didn't um hop with a crew too much i did a lot of solo also but even when i'm with a crew unless i get people that are really good like usually like when i say a crew it's like people that are like eh, whatever like a little better than me but no one's super great but we would maybe win 20 percent of our matches so even after the sunday thing yeah yep now there's people i could hit up in my discord that are pvp gods that have gone flawless to trials even before the changes and now with the new changes they're going every weekend (laughs) so i could hit them up they could backpack me at some point but i'm just i'm in no rush i'll i'll get there eventually to the lighthouse um so it's just not a priority to me like the weapons is the biggest thing that brings me in i've already gotten some good roles on reed's regret as a pve player you know that's one of the main things you want and uh, I'm kind of like, okay, I got that real quick too. So it's the same thing. Like I'm like the person who doesn't raid much. I got the good reads regret. I'm like, what? What's my reason to go in now to trials? Not too much since I don't like PvP. I mean, do you have the God Roll Pulse Rifle? That's what I'm still waiting. On. Actually, well, funny enough, that was the last time I hopped into trials. Uh, I even remember one time Nolsey was look, inspecting me. He's like, you have Messenger. You never play trials, and it was like the one time I hopped in, and I got a pretty good roll on that too. I don't know if it was the God Roll. But it was good enough, and I, I don't use that much. There's like one place in Deepstone Crypt on the Atrax encounter. I'll use the messenger. Um, I should use I it more. I don't PvP. use it in PVE, but it's really good in PVE. Oh, I know That's it's better. It's it. more of a PvP yeah. weapon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a decent roll. I got the, um, the Outlaw Desperado, which is a really, really good roll. But like the God roll is is rapid hit Desperado. You know, so it's like, you know. Yeah. The, the yeah. one I have. Yeah, I don't think I did. I get the desperado. Um, no, no, my my roll is just okay. It's uh, killing wind head seeker. Yeah, um, that's a good one. 
good enough. And then I want to, I'm going to look at the here. Work. See what right? I got on the um, reads regret. I think it was like a triple tap Vorpal or something. I know eventually you want the uh, firing line, but it's bugged right now, as I'm sure you're all aware. So mm -hmm. it's not as good right now, the firing line one. What? It's bugged? And what? Yeah. what? Oh. <laughs> Let's see here. Reads regret. Uh, triple tap Vorpal. Yep. So pretty good for PVE. Although that one, I don't know if it's much better than my current um uh I is that a... the god roll hold on i'm trying to think no Vorpal definitely you need but what like what would be better than triple tap in pve uh i don't know that's what i was hearing i, I think that's the god roll hold on, let me yeah sure. and then i have a threaded needle i use in the raids with clown cartridge and vorpal and then uh, of course i have you know the 1k and everything else like that have you guys heard uh, that um, Divinity is back as part of the loadouts now? It actually stacks again with particle yeah. deconstruction. Yeah, yeah, we, we used, used it that last, in the last night. Couple raids. Yeah, and it was pretty nice. It's harder to do the Divinity setup in Vault of Glass because, you know, talk about RNG. There's also RNG if there's only one Divinity person. If you're coming out of the portal or not, if you got pulled in, so you know, Vogue's always a little sloppy getting the setup at the end of like who's there ahead of time and who's doing what buffs and debuffs. But uh, even with that into consideration, we we could, we did tell we were melting a little quicker. Yeah. No, we, um, uh, so first of all, you do have one of the God rolls. It's either that or Clown Codger's Warple. So yeah, you know, you've got one of the God rolls. But um, that aside, I, I ended up uh, for my first two runs this week with a, with like a speed run team, right? Where they were doing that I've never even heard of. You know, like, you know, for example, you know, the very first part of the raid where you're opening the gate, mm -hmm. this guy did some, after the gates were open, we immediately teleported into the next area, skipping both chests, already in the next area, already starting the fight. I'm like, what the, what? Oh, nice. Try some out of band cheese stuff or something. Yeah, no, dude. And it's like, they did that with like almost every encounter that just had a way of skipping tons of time, right? So I had full clears from beginning to end. 22 minutes. I'm like, you guys are Whoa. monsters. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know? But yeah, and then they were using the Divinity Strat, which is the first time that I had seen it. I was like, what are y'all doing? He goes, oh, no, it's Saks again. I'm like, what? So yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. So if you don't have a 1K, like some of the guys that we've been running through lately, uh, if you have Divinity, great. Apparently, it's, it's a thing to use again. So huzzah. Well, the, yeah, and this is really intriguing to me, and, and again, happy for me, because I love to raid, but... Did Bungie plan this because it seems like they had to have because 1K is very hot again and there's still a lot of people that don't have it so people are getting interested in running Last Wish again and oh. Divinity wasn't stacking and all of a sudden it's stacking again with Particle Deconstruction so now people are interested in Garden again if they don't have Divinity. So it's like all the raids pretty much, a little bit less on the Deep Stone but uh, everyone's interested in running these older raids again now. Indeed. I mean, it absolutely could be something that panned out. Um, me giving Destiny any kind of, you know, you're like me thinking that they can plan anything is a bit of a stretch, <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at. But um, it could be, I guess. You know, they've got new people there, so maybe they're using their heads. I don't know. The thing I'm worried about, though, too, is this is such a long season, and we have 
amazing, amazing buffs, more than I can remember in any time in the recent history, except for when we had the super crazy buffs in the past. But um, are they you always talking about, about the, the grenade, the, the void grenade that stacks with everything? The what was, Well, what was I was that? talking more like back when, um, like when uh, Forsaken first came out and during the, um, what was that? thing where we would go on the bridge and we'd keep getting our supers back over and over and over reckoning reckoning the, uh... I remember when supers were like overpowered and like we got to yeah. tone this back well i'm just worried now that you know they always talk about power creep and stuff how come they have allowed us to get so powerful with weapons this season and we are really going to be hurting next season when particle Savathun is going to take us down about 20 right weeks. Especially with this being a longer season we're going to get so used to it and then we're going to be like all crying when uh we feel yeah. weak again I mean, there's there's going to be an obvious knockdown, a bit like we had with Gore with Destiny 2. And the way that they've built, like, the Witch Queen and Lightfall and then the final shape, I think those are going to be the stepping stones each season or each major expansion, a bit like we had with Destiny 2 where they've got to take us down a couple of pegs. I mean, we're going to be facing off against Hive Guardian versions, you know what I mean, against yeah. the light basically 32 runs <laughs> sorry nosey's keeping me up to date with how many runs it's taken him to get his catalyst <laughs> but you say it's it's a long season they sneakily planned this that we're going to have like three months of a normal season and then we're going to get this expansion this 30-year bungee expansion that is hopefully going to keep us ticking over for at least a month two months to then get to christmas and then we've got like a, a little mini event with the dawning and um, solstice, not solstice, the um, moments of triumph. Sorry. Well, solstice is around that time, isn't it? No, so we've had solstice with no, moments of triumph. Christmas one. What's the Christmas one called? The dawning. The, oh that's yeah, what, that's what I just said. <laughs> so I think where they've put this bungee thirtieth anniversary thing in the middle, or yeah, after three months we're going to get this. It, they've, it kind of it is like a, an extra bit of a season so it's like a, a season 13.5 tacked on really oh yeah i agree and i i kind of use that tagline 0.5 also i think november could be our worst month if you look at everything <clears throat> unless something's coming in november that we're not aware of now when well, do you think um have they... he was <laughs> okay. like well let me yeah, tell, tell you tell us what you're thinking and maybe <laughs> related Maybe it's related, but what, when do you think the Halloween event's going to start? Because they haven't really told I us. I can have they? tell you when the Halloween event's going to start. <laughs> All right. Based on next week's Eververse. So next week we, is week... I was we? going to look into that. I know that kind of answers the question. I should have looked into that. <laughs> so we're on week seven next week, which is the 5th of October. But the week after, which is the 12th of October, it, there's a lot of Halloween stuff that's shown up in the Eververse. Uh. So... We've that got there's a classified yeah. item in the API, but then the stuff that we've had previous is now showing up. So we've got the ghastly durance emote, they, um, that's the one with all the I think the chains. Then we have the magnificent dance, we've got the ghost shell that looks like a little bat. There's one of the ships that we've had, and Omnigal Mask is going to be one of the things that you can purchase in the Eververse store on the 12th of October so that's like two weeks time now so yeah that's when it's going to kick off so next week's next week in Destiny or uh, this week at Bungie is probably going to be all about the, the Halloween stuff coming with Festival yeah. of the Lost. Yeah and we have what one more week of the seasonal story as we know it so far right because it yeah. seems like it's seven weeks instead of six I was always intrigued on like 
why it's seven because it seems like it's an odd rotation on um have you not heard of bungee (laughs) well yeah it's kind of their thing but it it looks like season of season uh sorry first of the loss is going to be for one two three weeks and that will take us up to the beginning of november the second of november so we should and then do you do we have something that you know about in november (laughs) or and then it it doesn't look like there's going to be anything in November as yet. It's just mm-hmm. that's what I'm worried about. It's mostly November because December is when the new stuff drops, and then yeah. and then we're gonna have moments of triumphs and other things. So like, and then we only have well, I guess we do have three months again because it's the end of February. I was thinking like, why was I thinking the first of February? I'm like, we can easily hold two months December and January, but then I guess we do have most of February also. Well, I mean, if if we look at it at the moment with the way that we've got the calendar, so week six we're currently in is an Iron Banner. So then we'll have another three weeks of next week will be a Trials, the week after will be a Trials, and the following week. And the last week of the Halloween event will should hopefully be another Iron Banner. So that'll be at the end of October. And then we'll have trials, trials, trials again for three weeks. And then the final week of November, the 23rd, will probably be another Iron Banner just before the 30th anniversary stuff kind of kicks in. But why Why are we so worried about November? I mean, it's it's literally one month. I mean, you expect them to have something new every single month? No, I mean... <laughs> no. And I'm not. And worried isn't the best uh, definition to use. But I'm just okay. like thinking... Um, and it's not a super worrisome thing for me because I'm used to these downtimes, right? I mean, again, right. Curse of Osiris. But I'm just saying, like, when's going to be the worst times of the season is another way to phrase it. Like, gotcha. nothing really is going on, you know? Yeah, if you wanted to play another game, this would be the month to do it, I guess. <laughs> Unless something's coming out that we're not aware of. And along with all this, I do hope that they have some other story content up their sleeve, even if it's, like, way more towards january february this can't be right all of it and then we're just sitting and then yeah we have 30th anniversary stuff but then like no other story all the way till witch queen well on the calendar it says that in october november is festival of the lost event and season of the lost updates with grandmaster nightfalls which we know are going to go live next week and then we're going to get um astral alignment and shattered realm difficulty options so there's going to be heightened options for content that we've already done. And then, like we said, the Bungie 30th anniversary event kicks off in December and um, the dawning and moments of triumph yeah. to tie us, tie us over. So, yeah, I mean, there is going to be stuff, but whether it's going to be stuff that entertains everybody is another question. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a question for you two. Right, so people have been coming up to me asking, you know, that didn't know what the Gallahorn was. Right, (laughs) I mean, people that I play with, we spawn on the street. So they're they're talking about the Gallahorn because they didn't know what the Gallahorn was, and I told them what the Gallahorn is, and this and that, the other, or what it was once upon a time. Not did you tell them in in the way that respawn would tell them? Probably. Um, And um, so they're like, oh, so this this DLC, it's it's pay to win because you get this gun. Not a skin, you get a gun if you buy this particular DLC pack. And I was like, well, pay to win might be a strong word, right? Because 
the original Gallarhorn was broken, and then they nerfed it so that it was useless. And now they're saying they're bringing it back, but they're bringing it back in the word that was equivalent to balanced, right? They're bringing it back balanced, which to me means nerfed again. So I think the Gallarhorn is just going to be there for nostalgia reasons. It's probably not going to be any more viable than the other ones we currently have already. What do you guys think about that? Is oh, same. I, I so don't care about Gallahorn anymore. Yeah. You don't I care mean, about Gallahorn until you care about Gallahorn. Maybe. Maybe I'll eat my words, but I don't know. And I, I still go back and play D1 raids every three to six months or so. And yeah, I'll use Gallahorn in a few encounters, but I'm enjoying linear fusion rifles more than Gallahorn. Well, Gallahorn's fun that it tracks, but. Yeah, but we have other things that track now too, right? So I mean, yeah, I know. It's as just... far as straight DPS, the freaking um, the nightmare dropping void bombs on your head rocket launcher is going to be the most DPS. You know what I mean? So how's the Gallowhorn going to compete with that? You know? Yeah, I again, we're going to have such power creep right now. Is Gallowhorn really going to be better than one K with particle deconstruction or some other linear fusion rifle. I doubt it. I don't think so. If it is, then that's like the most insane thing ever in the history of, which I guess they may want to do to kind well, of it, do that. It does say again. on the calendar that it's going to be Gallahorn exotic quest. So I think this is going to be open to everyone. So it's not going to be a pay to win thing. Mm, I was under the impression you had to get the DLC to do it. So I think you have to, you have to buy the DLC to do the new dungeons and other activities that are included for the 30th anniversary. But the 30th well, anniversary is going to turn Well, they said the 30th anniversary is, is how you get the Gallahorn. If you don't buy the 30th anniversary, you don't get the Gallahorn. They very Even if we have to pay for it, what's the it. big deal? There's always When D2 first came out, mm. you had to pay for it to get the weapons, and there was plenty of exotic weapons. Yeah. So yeah. why no, is I mean, this going to like, win? <laughs> well, because um, people are thinking that if it comes back, pre-nerf Gallahorn, it's going to be so incredibly good, which it would be if it was pre-nerf, right? But if it's coming back in this... the game. People who... How many people do you know that actually do free-to-play? I thought it was more just... Uh, and I know there's a lot you can do, but um, I thought it was just more the, a gateway. The guy that got drug. the Vex is free-to-play. <laughs> okay, but does he really play... Does he, <laughs> did he hop out afterwards and never play again? I just feel like anyone who actually plays the game is going to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, anybody that actually plays, yeah, but like... A lot of these people that can't pay, you know what I mean? Because you got to keep in mind, we're adults, and we, if we yeah, want it, we buy yeah, it. Yeah. But a large part it. of the community yeah. is kids, you know? Mm -hmm. And kids just, you know, some of the parents might just say no, you know? They're like, no, you've already had, you know, X, mo X money spent on video games. You're not going to mm -hmm. get this, right? So you have to keep that in mind, too. It's not just adults that can decide whether or not to pay for it. Some kids might only have the option for free-to-play, you know? Well, again, I don't think it's it's going to be one of these things where, and even if it is really, really good for some reason, and then, yeah, you're going to have the jokes, must have Gallahorn to join a raid group, but that's not going to be like any of the groups that I play with. Like, No, same. We know that the linear fusions will still be good enough, so if we're running with someone who doesn't pay for Gallahorn, let's say it ends up being that way, we're going to be perfectly fine letting them in the group. They don't need to feel bad that they need to pay to win for Gallahorn. I'm going to let him in the group, but I'm also going to make feel bad. <laughs> the, the thing is, even if it does come with the 30th anniversary package, it's only going to be a limited time. 
the same with the No Time to Explain, where you got that with Beyond Light. It was then available in. Oh yeah, that's right. Was it back in the world loot pool, or it was then obtainable by everybody else? So it's only going to be a limited time that it's available for people that purchase it ahead of time. And it does say on the pack that you get Galahorn Exotic Rocket Launcher, Catalyst, and Ornament. So there's a Catalyst along with it. So it's interesting. Well, oh, maybe the Catalyst will make a pre-nerf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you notice how I feel like they're setting up in the story in one of the... Um, uh, what's the seasonal six man activity called? The um, not Expunged. the shadow dicks. No, <laughs> that was nearly got you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now you really got me confused. Astral alignment. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. they had a line in there this last week talking about. Um, I think only. I think it was an astral alignment. It could have been somewhere else, but she was like, "Only the nine may know." And I feel like, oh, this is more set up for like. Zer and the nine because isn't he going to be part of the the dungeon coming up or am i yes or am i reading too much into this oh, it's probably not going to be related i missed that memo you remember when yeah. we went over the reveal for it in the picture no. for the dungeon no i know you don't in the back of the picture in the dungeon there's Zer or a figure that looks like Zer. oh yeah but we don't know that sir we don't know if he's actually gonna have a place in the dungeon he might just be you know, the guy at the end that gives you the loot, you know? Zer. I'm just here randomly giving you loot. Yeah, yeah it could be Zer. A bit like Saint-14 is at the end of, you know, the trials. And he's and then when you go back to the tower, he's there. Yeah. So it, it could be Zer. It could be in two places, one, you know, two places, one person. And kind we also like had Houndish a line. And, you. And, and then we also had a line. I mean, we're all kind of expecting that you know the curse in the dreaming city could be ended with everything that's going on but bungie seems to be officially setting that up too because of there was a line i think also in the astral alignment or something saying like this is the only thing this is the only way we got to keep doing this so we can have a chance of ending the curse i remember hearing a line like that this week so you know curse. seems like things are lining up which curse are we talking about here the uh dreaming city uh curse you know like the weekly with the nothing. the blights taking it over and everything like that. Honestly, forgot it was cursed. I mean, that whole thirteen weeks. I thought at the end of that thirteen week cycle, stuff. we solved it. That's the last I heard about it. I didn't notice until I read a Tassie article that um, I guess the Sabathine crystal is changing slightly each week. Maybe there's well, like I a mean, little yeah. on the ground. I mean, that like okay. I was gonna say it's obvious, right? But. Let me back up a little bit. It's obvious to me because we saw how she was when she went in. No wings. And then we've seen the, the trailer for next season where she has wings. And she's in a cocoon like a butterfly or a moth, right? So, yeah. I mean, I noticed it was changing. You know, because I thought it was supposed to. Because she goes in without wings. She comes out with wings. like a... I'm going to do a respawn so I haven't noticed anything. I just go up, talk to it, and then walk away. Oh, I haven't oh, paid oh, any oh. attention. Sometimes we, we I jump on rapport, her head. All right. We have a rapport. <laughs> it's fun to jump on her head, yeah. And yeah. then I'll listen and me go, are you done talking yet? And then yeah. I'll leave. Yeah, that's what I did. It's now time to play Iron Banner. I'm off. Bye. <laughs> How do you like Iron Banner? The I love changes. Iron Banner. The I, 150 I always love Iron Banner. I don't care. 
so you probably like it. Yeah. It goes longer. Iron Banner. It's lovely. Absolutely. <laughs> you you I, can't uh, deter him. He, he's, d- he's, he's a fanatic. I don't love the length of it now. And No, actually, to be honest, yeah, I, I think the length of it, where they've changed it, it's a bit too long for some of the teams that are being stomped, but they're out of the realm of not being mercied. So when you're on the losing side and you're like about 45 points and you're like, hang on, these guys are on 112. Why am I not being mercied? Oh, yeah, because we've probably gone past the threshold. This doesn't seem to be fair. Oh, OK, I'm just going to get my KD up. But, yeah, I, agree. Yeah, I, I, I see your point. I think the old way that they did it was better because the mercy came in quicker for those teams that didn't want to kind of play on and on and just be mercied over and over. It's not even just that for me, though. Like, I've had several games where we were neck and neck the whole time, but we were also neck and neck at 125. And way before that, I'm like, well, I don't want to go to 150. I just want it to be over. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Because, and and I'm getting, you know, they've shortened a lot of things. You know, they shortened Gambit. They they shortened Trials. So I'm kind of like, oh, and then they extend Iron Banner. So that's just kind of what my feeling was like, why are they making it longer? But if you look at it, I mean, because I've been recording the footage for the YouTube version of this, my matches aren't any longer than what they used to be, I don't think. I mean, they're about seven to nine minutes long, depending on how well we're doing or how bad we're doing. So they're they're around an average match that we normally play or is recorded. Okay. I I feel like mine are longer, but... yeah. They they feel longer, but maybe that's because they're now moving towards being a bit more like control, where control is 150, isn't it? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think now you've got me all confused. It's light level enabled control, pretty much. Yeah, which I forgot yeah. to tell people last week. I forgot. I knew I'd, I knew every week I forget to tell people things and I forgot to you know tell them that it was like level enabled forgot to tell them about the powerful bounties that you can get forgot that maybe there's a quest that they're still doing because I've already completed it so I apologize I forgot that how um, can you I, sleep with yourself sir well I've now written a post-it note he doesn't. He's next his wife. to the desk to say <laughs> remind people next time Iron Banner comes up that these are the things I need to tell people mm-hmm when are we going to raid sometime, Night Demon? Because I've raided with the other two, but not you yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When are you awake? <laughs> I know the time differences. Yeah. I thought with crossplay it would get easier to play with people. Like Gator was always going on about playing Iron Banner, but every time I've seen Gator, he's been in a six stack playing Iron Banner with other people. And I'm like, that's all right. I'll just stick in my my solo pool. I'll it is. Happy. It is easier to play. That's why he's always in the six stack now. It's just not easier to play with. You. <laughs> oh, he was always in a six stack before too. He is, but okay. Crossplay, it's easier, but it's also harder and more frustrating. The whole what voice chat people are going to use and figuring things out. And I knew this was going to be an issue. I knew. And Discord, you also like there would be a lot of pushback against Discord, and there is and. Good read because the mostly the PlayStation people they don't have an option for doing Discord and in-game audio at the same time. They have to do like two sets of headphones or one in one ear and one the other. There's just no good option, and so well, somebody in our rightly was so, then they don't a, want to do that. There, and there's so an then, app you can use on the Xbox and PlayStation that 
Well, not on PlayStation. Discord. It's only on Xbox. Is it? So I have a document, by the way, and if you want to add that in your show notes for this week, oh, well, um, yeah. I've been compiling different options. And for PlayStation, for Xbox, it's pretty easy. You can use that app. It's unofficial, but it, it does work with Discord. For PC, it's super easy. Anything works. So like when I play with a group that's mostly PlayStation, I'll just be like, okay, whatever. You set up your PlayStation party chat, but because I have a PlayStation also, I'll do remote play from my PC into my PlayStation and I'll get the audio chat through there, but still play on my PC in it. My well, PC just mixes PC, it all together. Xbox has an app for <clears throat> and that too. Yeah. Xbox party. Can you can you do that with PlayStation? Uh, not exactly. It's not well, it's an app, yes, but it um it doesn't like do it as smoothly as the Xbox one, but it works perfectly fine and it sounds good. So basically the answer is yes. PC okay. has it the easiest. You can do whatever. Xbox has it pretty good, but PlayStation, if you only have PlayStation has it the worst until Discord gets released on PlayStation early next year, which it will be. And then that'll be good. But the best option for now is to like mix two audio sources. Either get one of those more expensive Bluetooth headset things where like it has a line input you can plug into your controller for game audio. And then yeah. it can mix in Bluetooth at the same time from your phone doing Discord. Or you can also get like a little you know those old two-headed jacks from like we used to use in the eighties, yeah. yeah. And and one plug into your controller, and then the other one plug into your phone, and then <laughs> mix the audio that way into your headset. Old school, yeah. So it's kind of making it so like I just wanted it to be where okay, we just have people do requests, and then it's just easy. But now we always have to be like, okay, which which audio, because I really do play with a lot of different groups, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and like, okay, yeah. which audio are we going to do? Oh, two of us don't have that option. Well, can you consider the other option? Uh, but then we have to do this. Uh, you know, it's always like a big deal each time of like which audio thing we're going to do. Yes, I think that's the biggest thing that Bungie need to kind of tackle. Maybe it was one of the things they needed to tackle first. I know they were excited to get crossplay out there and it's a good thing because it, it like with trials, it's really boosted the polls of players playing together. But then when it comes to the, the communication, you can opt into the game chat that doesn't seem to want to work as well. And, and sometimes it, I think for Xbox, it's still not working. I've opted into several chats where somebody said, Oh, I'm, I'm chatting in trials and I want to talk to them but nothing's working my end and I can't hear them. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. I forget about that, too. That Have you tried, supposedly, the word on the street is <clears throat> you have to reset it each and every single time you come back? In the have match. you tried that? Every reset what? Every time you come back? What? No, sorry. If you want to use the in-game chat, you know, the, the, the yeah. Destiny one, yeah, you have to... You know, people were saying, like, if it doesn't work, you go to reset game audio settings in the game. And then people were saying, well, that worked, but then it still didn't work the next time. I'm not I hear doing you that in like... the middle of a trials match. No, sorry, honest. not every match, but every time you start a new group up. Yeah. You but... have to reset it each time. <laughs> it's easy. I mean, it's still quite slow to pull out your ghost and then go to the voice chat. But if I then have to keep going in and resetting it, by the time that happens, the other team is going to have killed me. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah not within a just when you're doing a new group up like with uh once you have it going it'll stay that way once everyone's yeah. in the group yeah 
but yeah, I'm, I'm talking know, first rounds in trials. You yeah, no, that's true. That yeah, up. if you're just joining. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's yeah, it's crazy. I think really just we need to get Discord official on Xbox. We need to get Discord official on PlayStation quickly, and then uh, things will be better. Definitely. So this week at Destiny, an oh. hour and a half into the show. This week at Destiny. The next week in Destiny, you mean? That's what I said. Would you hear? Nothing. Okay. I heard last <laughs> week it missed me. Yeah. Just don't argue with him. Yeah, so welcome to the show. We we've been nattering for a good I don't know, forty minutes. Kingsley's right. here filling in for parody. Respawn's here as ever. And I'm still here. So As welcome. ever. Uh, this is that one time welcome. I wasn't here is gonna always be a blunt. Well, I was here, I just couldn't talk. Because we might we might as well keep all that, you know. That talking yeah. at the beginning, people can listen to us talking. I'll put a timestamp okay. into to kind of avoid yeah. it if you don't want to listen to us talking. It is all Destiny related, so if you didn't listen, you've missed out. But if you do, then you haven't. So yeah, yeah. I mean, for once, our our, our little banter did was completely Destiny related, except for the very very beginning where we were talking about cats. Yeah, but that's not going to make it in. Oh. So next week in Destiny, Grandmaster Nightfalls begin. And you can take on Fickrel in the Hollowed Lair Nightfall and earn bonus Fickle. Nightfall rewards. And Shax would like to have you throw more grenades when Mayhem returns to the Crucible. Yes! Now, this is going to be interesting with Mayhem next week. Because has anybody thought about taking that new weapon into Mayhem? And rather than just burning your super, just when your super runs comes up, it's, it's Aegis, isn't it? Switch it so that it then does more damage to people. That's going to be interesting to use in Mayhem. I mean, I've already seen some of the YouTubers using Crucible, and it just... It, yeah, I don't even you know just how long it takes to kill them, but it's 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 Frustrating people too. that are coming at you with supers, and you're just burning them down because you've already got your super up, but you're using the gun instead. That's going to be interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to like... Try I'm down to, to try that. that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And then I mean, yeah, we... it's, it's going to be better if you have like one and done type supers. It's going to be better for you to use that in lieu of your one and done type super, I yeah. think. So, yeah, and it will be mayhem. Mayhem will be mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> the Grandmaster's starting next week's pretty cool. So, what? so that'll give us the, the Grandmaster's next week. That'll give us something to do each week for the next six weeks if we still haven't kind of done our Conqueror seal for that. It's, it is mm -hmm. Conqueror, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. And Gil did it. Sounds good. Yeah. But Sounds what Parody and I did work out is that if you've kind of, if you started um, trying to gild your seal and you've done a, a Grandmaster in the past couple of seasons, the, it seems to count those two. So I've got two out of six that need to be done for Grandmasters. So in theory, I could probably avoid next week's one, which is going to be quite hard to do with all that electricity and maybe do a couple of the easier ones. I'd say easier ones. They're still going to be hard, but I could. I don't necessarily no, have to do. No, they're very specifically going to require you to do that one that you don't want <laughs> to do. I could technically do the four that are in this season's pack and get that gilded from what's already accumulated. And then have do you the done um, many grandmasters? So I've done one each season for the last two seasons, and that was only because it was part of the seasonal challenges. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which I can tell you, 
Yeah, yeah. Ne- next week's seasonal challenges. We're on week seven. We have the Wayfinder's Voyage 7. This always reminds me of Star Trek when they, they do it in Roman numerals. Use the Wayfinder's Compass uh, to complete Wayfinder Voyage 7. Also defeat Taken or Scorn with shotguns anywhere in the system. And that's 100 kills. Shotguns? No one's yeah. using shotguns in PvE right now. PvE? E. E. This is for E though, right? You need. The Why guns. would you use PvE shotguns? Because well, the challenge—that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The challenge um, wants us to. The challenge wants you to get 100 kills. It'll go pretty quick in the astral alignment. So, uh, yeah, that Maven. Umbral Maven. We focus focus tier three umbral engrams at the prismatic we cast it in the helm, and you only have to do two of those. So that's two of your three allotted that you can use, and I, I believe it's something like 600 of that. Uh, whatever it is, the the new currency for this season. The, the gold tokens, whatever you get for all the activities that you've probably got 3,000 sitting in your character. Oh, yeah, now. the um, parallax trajectory that's the one. Uh, we have freeze burn, defeat combatants with stasis abilities, solar abilities, or shatter damage. Combatants defeated with solar or stasis melee attacks award bonus progress, and that's 500 of those. And that'll give you challenge XP. And those last couple will give you Wayfinder Compass Calibration Levels. Um, and then we have the Efficient Leyliner. Complete the alignment activity in under 10 minutes. And that give you Challenge XP+. Cadre of Contenders. Complete Crucible matches in the Glory Rank playlist. Earn bonus progress for wins. And that's 15. And that's Challenge XP++++ and Bright Dust. Uh, bring pluses f- for the ad. Lots plus, of pluses. Plus, 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 three. Plus. You get three pluses. So, that, you know, it's worth going and kind of banging your head against a brick wall. Oh. Eh. Mm. Eh. Plus, you need, you need all your bright dust to get the, the new ornaments for the Halloween event that's coming up. Um, I'm sitting at 44,000 bright dust right now. <laughs> Holy mother. So I am ready. Something. <laughs> Joseph. Mother of Joseph. Let's go yeah. with that. Who was the mother of Joseph? Um, bring a fusion sword. Defeat targets with fusion rifles and swords in Gambit. Defeating guards. No, no, I need you to back up. Bring a fusion sword. Yep, that's what it says. Defeat targets with fusion rifles and swords in Gambit. Defeating guardians grants additional progress. You have to get 100 fusion rifle kills and 75 sword kills, but that will give you challenger XP plus plus and bright dust. I want a fusion sword. Does the sword power I, up I'm, and shoot out fusion bolts? I think it does. I think you get it from Charles. It's called the Solar Scar. Mm. And finally, we have Conquest of the Mighty. Complete any Nightfall Strike on Grandmaster. And that is Challenge XP, plus, 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 and some Bright Dust. So, yeah. So, something funny um, just happened is to me. Is it related? It is Destiny related, yes. <laughs> so, I'm in I the Iron have Banana. I to ask that question. Right, yeah, I'm in Iron Banana. And some guy, uh, you know, a hunter, you know, ice falling, killing things, yeah. right? Well, typical hunter. As yeah. soon as he, as soon as he threw that ice grenade down, I chucked my throwing knife, which bounces and finds people and kills them. Mm-hmm. My throwing knife killed someone. It wasn't the guy that I was right next to who was trying to kill me. So that knife went off somewhere, found somebody, and killed him. My boomerang like, won't come hell? back. 
Yeah. You threw your boomerang. It didn't come back. But it killed but it somebody. Hit somebody. <laughs> it was not the guy that was next to me. It's not the guy that I was fighting. Probably some Wait. poor soul that just spawned in halfway across the map. Maybe it was the guy next to you. Maybe there were two guys and you just uh, weren't observant enough. Maybe. I mean, it's a thing, but that was hilarious. And I just saw my knife kill somebody, but it's not the guy that killed me. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Where did you go? It went on a journey. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I had to share. That's right. You can share. It's Destiny relevant, so it likes the cut. Throwing knife is OP. I love it. So next week for our Eververse. Our silver for the 5th of October is going to be the Lion Tamer for 1,000 silver. That's our exotic emote. We have the Internal Combustion, which is our exotic uh, ornament for the Lament. And that would be 700 silver. We have the Neiman Shell. Now, this is the one that looks like a lion's head, part of the Neiman set. Uh, exotic Ghost Shell, which is 800 silver. And then we have the Straw Drog Standoff, which is our multiplayer emote, which is legendary for 800 silver. And then we have our Bright Dust for next week, which is the Cat Ear Dance for 700 Bright Dust. The Wanderer's Wing, our exotic ship, that will be 2000 Bright Dust. Uh, Signal Process, which is our legendary transmat effect for 450. The Brushed, sorry, Bruised Blush, which is our exotic, not exotic shader, legendary shader for 300 Bright Dust. Uh, protecting Teammates is our exotic emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. Dreamer Shell, which is going to be your ghost shell, which is 2,850 Bright Dust. Our exotic Sparrow is the Pragmatic Powerhouse for 2,500 Bright Dust. And then we have some legendary gear, which is our ornaments. Our class-based ornaments for next week are our chess pieces. So we have the Neiman's Curace for the Hunter, the Neiman's Plate for the Titans, and the Neiman's Robes for the Warlock. And they will all be 1,200 Bright Dust. Now, I only just realised this, that when you actually buy all the pieces all together, it comes to 6,000 Bright Dust, which is roughly what a full set is when you have, like, our events come round, like Festival of the Lost coming up which a full set of those ornaments worth 6,000 bright dust. So, yeah, it works out. Do you, do you, I'm sure there's no way we know, but there's only one thing in Destiny that I wish I got that has never come back around. It was, I believe it was only offered for silver, and it was a couple years ago, closer to the beginning of Destiny 2. So do you remember there was, thing. no, it was, a, it was a petting the dog emote. Do you remember like a dog emote? Uh, was it the robot dog? Maybe, but it was something with the dog, and I feel like it was silver only, and it's never come around since it's for silver, bright dust, anything. And I'm like, oh. oh, I really want that. I need it to come back around. No, the only thing that I've never seen come back is the Iron Banner one that you could get, and that was for silver, and that was for one Iron Banner that it was available for, or maybe just that one season, and I couldn't afford it, and I didn't get it, and I'm annoyed with myself that I couldn't get it. Because they've never brought it back. Well, maybe a robot dog, but even if that's come back, I missed it the one time and it hasn't come back much ever again. I don't, if you ever see a dog one, hit me up. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, we have a rare emote, which is 450 Bright Dust, which is Be Sneaky. Uh, 
I, I don't know why they're putting this in there. The, there's an ornament for the Telesto, the, the broken Telesto exotic fusion rifle for 1250 bright dust, which is Reef in Ruins, and Penguin Projection, which is our legendary ghost projection for 1500 bright dust. And then, as I was talking to Kingsley earlier, the week after, it looks like we're going to get Fest of the Lost. we have some stuff that's shown up in the database which was from previous seasons the the new stuff there's going to be it looks like one two three classified things plus our class-based item in the api that it doesn't tell us at the at the moment but we it does look like you can buy the masks again and there's going to be the fanged projection the battle salt toxic legendary shader which is pretty nice um, and a couple of the emotes that were available in previous seasons so yeah, that's going to be coming on the 12th of October. So that's a good sneaky preview of stuff to come. But we'll go over it next week of spooky. stuff that could happen that's not probably going to happen because it looks like... I mean, in previous years, we had the Haunted Forest, which went along with Mercury and the Infinite Forest, which now isn't there. But it hasn't stopped them kind of simulating the um, lighthouse on Mercury for the trials people. So. Who knows? We may still get a simulated version of the Haunted Forest respawn. We do like that. With, with, with um, what's his name, Chad? Yeah. Oh, is that what he's called? It's Chad. Chad. It's not Greg. Greg is gone. Greg is on a planet that no longer exists. So, yeah, it was Chad. No, Kevin. Started with a K. I can't remember now. Well, Parody will be back next week. Kevin, per per Kyle. Parody will remember. Parody's back next week, so he he'll remember. Do you want the forest to still be around? I mean... It's going to be Haunted Lost Sectors. If they're good, I don't want the forest to be around also. Yeah. Um, the forest, the only... Uh, I just feel I like it's time it. to retire it. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, the, maybe premise is, the premise the is okay, after. you know, like like how far can you get before you die kind of thing. But uh, I think I would prefer the dungeon. I, you know, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know what the dungeons are to give a valid opinion. But yeah, the the forest is the only the only reason I put up with it is because it usually gives you a weapon, right? If <laughs> not for the weapon, then I don't care. Yeah, we we've had was it the horrors lease? No, not horrors leased. Uh, the horror story, which was the auto rifle, and then we had another auto rifle, the Braytek Werewolf, which have been the last couple of auto rifles as rewards that you could get rolls on. So hopefully there'll be something else, and I do believe they did the. Wasn't it the catalyst for the lion thingy, uh, whatever it's called, the, the grenade launcher? Oh yeah, um, fighting lion. That's the fighting one. Lion. I think that was a couple of years back, wasn't it? You could only get the catalyst from doing that at the time, which was interesting. Everybody then started using grenade launchers. So yeah, hmm. I mean, we've got, we've got exciting things coming up, um, which hopefully Bungie will let us know next week in this week at Bungie. Um, and then we'll let you guys know at the weekend, and yeah, we can go from there. Spooky destiny. Now, I thought I'd got all the exotics possible that I no, needed to get. No, you didn't. Because you I missed? did. I went and got my precious scars the other week, and I thought, that's it. I've got all the exotics. But I realised from watching a video this week by, I think it was... 
crazy Mr. Pips did a video this week uh, about trials, easy wins. And I thought, okay, yeah, I've heard this before, trials, easy wins. Let, let's see how this goes down. But it was, it was a really cool build with a Warlock. And, you know, I'm, I've been enjoying the Warlocks with the Rifts in Trials and in Iron Banner as well this past week. And I didn't realise that I didn't have Boots of the Assembler, which were the new ones, I believe, at the beginning of last season, wasn't it? Well, the, I think it was. It was one of the ones that you could get. Are you a Warlock, Kingsley? You're not, are you? Yes, I'm a Warlock. I'm looking okay. that up right now. Okay, I've got it up on the screen, but I didn't know if you knew when it was. So, Boots of the Assembler is Blessing of Order. Standing in a healing rift creates noble seekers that seek out allies that are not in the rift and heal them. Standing in empowering rift creates noble seekers that grant both you and your allies a damage bonus. Each time a noble seeker finds an ally, the duration of your rift is briefly extended while you're standing in it. Now, this was very hot, wasn't it, when it first came out? Because if you paired it with Lumina, the exotic hand cannon, it I think it doubled the amount of time that the seekers gave you damage. I believe it's only five seconds but with if you pair it with the lumina it will give you and the wielder of the the the, the seeker that seeks out it will give them 10 seconds to go and damage which is why crazy mr pitts made a video about this that you could basically be the linchpin for your team of if you drop a rift down and it's an empowering rift and those noble seekers go to your two teammates who then have extra damage to then take out the next couple of players you've got a kind of foot up in the game and I will include it in the, the videos at the end, but I found it a really interesting video. But saying that, going back to what I was originally saying, I thought I had all the exotics and I didn't have this one. So I had to go and get this one today because legs were up in our lost sectors for today. And I got it on my second run, so I was quite happy. I've now got the, the boots, um, but I'm about to tell you what the lost sectors are for. I did highlight them. Where are they? Where are they gone? Oh, don't tell me it's disappeared. Oh, you sod, because I've come okay. off the page. I won't show you it's disappeared. No. But what if it don't... did? It it did. <laughs> okay, so Monday the 4th of October, we have the Concealed Void on Europa, which will be giving you your helmets. Tuesday the 5th will be the Bunker E15 on Europa, which will give you your legs. Perdition uh, on Europa on the 6th, which will be giving you your arms. Bay of Drowning Wishes on the 7th on the Dreaming City will give chess pieces. Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City on the 8th of October will give helmets. The 9th of October, the Affiliates Rest in the Dreaming City will give you your legs. 10th of October, the Empty Tank Tangled Shore Lost Sector will give you your arms. And then finally, on the 11th of October, will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon, and that give you chess pieces. So this is just a, an easy way to kind of... I say easy way... Uh, a good way of target farming exotics that you don't have or the new exotics that you do want. Those are the times and places that they will be available in the legendary lost sector, which is, I believe is 13. Is it 13? 30? It's 13 easy. <laughs> 13 easy. Yes. <laughs> there are also master lost sectors that are the previous day's legendary ones. So if I say concealed void on Monday will be dropping helmets. On the Tuesday, the Concealed Void will still be dropping helmets, but it will be a master lost sector and it will be a lot harder, but you can still go to that place and do that. So it just kind of moves across each day. So respawn, you know what makes the uh, lost sectors a lot easier? 
Oh, what's that, man? Vex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running across a lot of Vex can... right now inside the Crucible, and I just, I can't, I can't. I can't I'm, I'm getting salty right now. <laughs> like, no matter, no matter what I use against them, I just, I just lose. I start shooting have them first, you... doesn't matter. I start have shooting you... them second, doesn't matter. Have if they have a Vex, dead... I just lose. That's all have you used Dead Man's Tail? It's a very good counter. Have you used the messenger? It's a very good counter. I have used the messenger actually, and no, no time to explain. You know, yeah. I didn't use no time to explain, but I have I used uh, the messenger. I'm currently rocking the messenger. In fact, yeah, Vex is just especially hard if multiple people on the team have it. There's like no getting away from that. Yeah. Yeah. I am getting really salty about it too. Stop <laughs> playing then. <laughs> I'm about to. Because I have food in front of me, so I have to eat. <laughs> now, Kingsley, did Come you on. read any of the blog posts that Bungie posted this week? Yeah, I read the first one. Okay. Not the second one. Um, the first one was the diversity one, yes, right? And yeah, diversity and inclusion. Yeah. I, I was just going to point people in the direction if they're interested in reading it, but. Could you give them a brief overview if you've read it, Holly? Yeah, really brief. I forget all the points yeah. they have. Like, in, if you want a TLDR, I believe in the middle of the article, they kind of have some bullet points. But they're just talking about initiatives that they have and goals that they have set to something about, like, I believe 50% of their executive team is diverse. Um, and then they have basically, like any larger corporation probably is doing these days, they have a uh, an employee specialist that, helps with things like that sorry i'm not explaining it well but bungie has always been big on um fairness and diversity and whatever words you want to use but they're just kind of like giving like a little report of how it's going and what they're doing yeah. i think that's the same with the second blog post that they put the accessibility at bungie and i think most of these things come out of what's happening in the game industry recently with like people being overworked and and being discriminated against with color, race, creed, religion, anything. And I think Bungie are just trying to say, look, we're not one of those people. We are a team. We we include everybody. We've always done that. It's not it's nothing new. But here you go. You know, here's some of the facts about us as a company. Seems like that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, not that it matters, but I wonder why these two things came out right now, if it was just a report they've been working on for a while, or if there was anything also meaningful. Were there any, like, days, like, you know, not like holidays, but they call those, like, National Diversity, or, you know, Accessibility Day or anything like that? I was just, I thought I thought I read something somewhere, like, there was well, something like that. But the reason, I think sure. the reason why they've put the accessibility at Bungie blog post up is because the october is the national disability employment awareness month okay. so to celebrate that they there's a new pin that's available if you want to grab that from the bungee store to support that but i think like you said it's just one of those things that the the national disability thing came up because it, that's happening in october and they, they did the thing with black lives matter they've done the same with you know supporting women in in roles and things like that so if you are interested in looking at those two blog posts, I will link those in the show notes. But anyway, we've moved on to this week at Bungie for the 30th Ooh. of September. And they do kind of briefly gloss over, you know, they've released those other two blog posts. If you want to go and have a look at those, 
and um, they're deep in the season of the Lost. New secrets are unfolding in the Shattered Realm each week, and the plot is thickening up real nice. They don't want to spoil anything, so we won't either. Um, <laughs> this week at Bungie, Iron Banner rages on. Yes, love a bit of Iron Banner. And as as we've kind of talked about the changes that you know, with the going from 125 wins to 150. They do want the feedback, so if you have any feedback about how that has kind of gone on, do get in touch with them. Nicely respawn and, you know, express your views that, you know, Vex needs to be nerfed. Can they please take away Vex and PvP? No, I don't want them to take away Vex. I just want to have he one. He just wants the Vex. <laughs> Can you please drop that in my posts, Master? Right? Bungie? I mean, it's a good gun. I want it to stay a good gun. I would yeah. just like to enjoy the fact that it's a good gun. I agree. So, for I think this is going to be about the third or fourth week that we we talk about this. But there is a I mean, I assume it's a good gun. I don't know. Clinical trials debrief. So last weekend was the third weekend of our ongoing test and learn. Two big changes this week were running the trials labs capture zones. Four point seven seven time to kill when it's not linear fusion rifle mode. Spawn. Stop going on about the vex. Stop. Sorry. Sorry. We're talking about trials now. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) so they did charles labs capture zone mode and they tweaked the flawless port and that was enabled sunday morning at 10 a.m here are some of the updates on the data they looked into into week three so the solo win rate remained high at 27 percent solo blowout rates was 37 percent prior to enabling the flawless pool and dropped below 30 percent after these are consistent with week two Non-competitive matches, 5-0 and 5-1, were at 55% on Friday and Saturday and dropped to 51% on Sunday slash Monday. Very consistent overall with week two. We saw a solid sub-50 second matchmaking timer all weekend, aside from early in card matchmaking protection, causing a slight rise up to 75 seconds during the middle of the night on North America on Sunday morning and Monday morning. Mm. Overall, we had 600... 667k players participating in labs, down 33k from week two, with 220,000 players going flawless. We had 100k fewer matches played overall, which was roughly the same as the average matches played. So that's about a third, right? Yep. If 667 and then 220. Hmm. But at the end of the day, it was still more players than they've had in trials in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know, 667,000 players from, I believe it was like just over 100,000 at the end of last season. I think they were saying that they were, I think in the, the graphs they were showing was that trials had dipped so much, you know, it peaks in the first couple of weeks because people want the new hotness of armor and weapon. And then once they've kind of got that, they're kind of out and it's just the sweaty players. But now it's the sweaty players and the not so sweaty players. And the chances, like me, in there. Uh-huh. One data set that is particularly informative is the average hours played by skill. This shows us that the mid-range of skill, aka the average Crucible player, are playing 1.5 to 2 hours more on average. Meanwhile, the average hours played at the high end of the skill skill range has barely changed, which is good. You know, the, We the did, is... however... Oh, okay, you're coming on. Go on. Find a bug. Well, I, I do uh, on this point that kind of just proves some of the fact that some of the people that have been complaining on the high end of the skill 
their complaints are a little bit invalidated, showing that all the good players are still playing the same amount. Yeah. I mean, and it's fair enough, because I don't know if you know this, but we did find a bug with the way the pool-based matchmaking interacts with disabled pools. I don't know if you knew that, right? Apparently, yeah, I didn't know. I it didn't, collapses them down into the previous pool. Yeah. Unfortunately, the setup for aiding matchmaking for the first few wins of the week causes an unintentional, flawless mini pool for the first two wins of the card. If you win flawless and are on win zero or win negative one of your... <laughs> oh, no, there it is. Okay, win negative one. one. <laughs> well, because I didn't see the dash after the win yeah, zero. I, I thought it was like win space zero and then win negative one. Okay, shut up. Of your reset passage, you preferentially match against other flawless players in the same state. Once you get a win two, this goes away. And of course, starting at 10 a.m. on Sundays, the entire passage has preferential matchmaking against other flawless players. So, those of you who thought matchmaking got harder after going flawless on Friday or Saturday, even though the flawless poll wasn't on, you were right! God, who cares? <laughs> Right. I mean, still, yeah, it's good that they I, found this bug. I but... think they take, yeah, they they took a risk in actually being no, open and honest about that one. But they yeah. need to go back to just flawless pool versus not flawless pool. It was way funner. Anyway, this weekend is. I'm sorry, we're planning to fix this in the next few weeks. Hopefully, by fix it, you mean none of this. We'll wait till Sunday reset to enable flawless pool. You oh know. no, that, that that was fantastic. To just to have that have more people go flawless i'm happy for those people that were able to play against each other and go flawless but then come like monday tuesday before reset i was actually able to go flawless solo i, I just couldn't believe it the the first time i've actually achieved that in destiny 2 by myself and i felt so good for doing it and it, it was brilliant because it was people of similar skill playing similar skill and the matches would you know it was really hard to start off with i was like oh i was so you know, thankful you know what else is brilliant well the fact that this weekend is off for iron banner there you go but the next few weeks i know back to standard elimination who knew but i, I have flawless a... pool starting at sunday at 10 a.m too we know <laughs> <laughs> stop the show <laughs> I have got a little bit of like niggling that maybe i'd like to play trials sorry what I d yeah I no say just... that whole sentence again no niggling no. again yeah no what is that hold on niggling how do you spell that in a way that's not going to get me banned um n-i-g-g-l-i-n-g -G -G oh my god it's a word holy crap why would I say it if it wasn't a word? Because you're British. Causing okay. slight but persistent annoyance, discomfort, or anxiety. Look at that, guys. That's an actual word. It's not even like a British word. It's an actual thing. Look at that. <laughs> no, but th huh. there, is, th th there is that little little bug that I, I, I've enjoyed playing Trials, and mm. I do miss the fact that it's not here this week so that I could possibly play, although it has taken a bit of relief. Out of not having to play, and I can just concentrate on playing Iron Banner and just enjoying Iron Banner. The problem with this matchmaking pool, and I like the idea, I'm not saying that's the problem, but yeah. how can anyone agree on when's the best time to start it? 
Some people would want it to start right away. So once people go flawless, they're stuck in flawless. Yeah. Some people done. would want to go. That's what you I don't know. Going flawless, high skilled I, I, player. I'm okay with that idea. Or yeah. if they have it somewhere in between, I feel like Sunday morning is a late. Yeah, well, no, because it's not right now, like people but... work Mondays or Tuesdays, right? No, they just stay at home because and all the time. The weekend, Friday and Saturday, is usually prime time, right? So yeah. maybe either do it right away or do it Saturday morning would be my preference. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I'm sure, I, think I, don't I have, have the answer. Make it start right away, like what they were doing already. Okay, what about this one? I'll throw this one out there for you. Nope. Maybe instead of trials just being a exclusive weekend event, like Iron Banner, make it a week event so that people do have a chance at maybe no majority of the week to go flawless. And then when it comes to maybe the Friday night, they switch on the flawless pool. So anybody at the weekend, us casuals, if we're jumping on at the weekend, we have then have a chance to go and play and not have to face the sweaty players who've played all week. They've had their chance. They've they've done their carries. They, they've beaten other people that have played. Maybe do that or maybe extend it by a day so that there is a little bit more leeway for people that are able to play at the beginning part of it. And then there's a slight overlap for the people that can still play at the weekend but don't get locked out because of the Sunday reset thing. That is an interesting proposition i had a similar question about this that i posted on for gator on um their podcast guardian down podcast yeah. where it's interesting already trials people may not realize if they really looked at the math but trials is for a full four days out of a seven day week if you yeah. take it from reset to reset like well usually people think oh it's just the weekend well yeah and it's monday too but no it's really four full days from friday reset to tuesday reset so what's the point either in my opinion should it only be the weekend or yeah maybe all week long you know like you're saying yeah or just why why turn off trials just leave it on all the time yeah all week long then kind of is what you're saying just just leave it on you know didn't Uh it used to always be on in d1 no 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 Uh, just leave it on as a permanent game time just change the loot every week boom done you know yeah, and and, because... and and every week, every week reset, right? So you leave it on all week, right? Come reset, that's when the 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 people that are in the flawless pool get reset, so they can play other people, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when the loot gets reset. Which is and then on, on the weekend, week. just Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday. I love your idea, Night Demon, of if do the different pools, the different matchmaking, and then that'll really get the population up, it's super excited for the weekend. And then they probably won't play during the week except for just the streamers and the carry people. The only mistake that I made this previous week with going and getting my flawless done on my first character is then I then had to play in the flawless pool on my other characters to see if I can get the the seven wins and I think it was is it fifty match wins or something, uh the round wins to get the other pinnacle. So pro tip, if you're gonna do that on your characters and get the pinnacle rewards just play normal, keep resetting your card until you've got those, and then when you're ready to go flawless, then try and go flawless on your preferred characters. Because uh, I disagree. It, I, I if played, you go flawless, go flawless immediately. Because I one did. of two things are going to happen. One, you're going to keep resetting your card, thinking that you're going to go flawless, and then when you actually try to go flawless, you don't. 
or B. No, but like if you're trying to power level your characters, I, I mean, I still had my hunter and my warlock that were slightly below my my titan, who's now it just need the legs, and then I'm I'm at I think whatever it's thirteen thirty on all my pieces, but uh, they were slightly lacking behind, so I wanted the pinnacle gear, but I got onto such a roll with my titan, I just carried on going, and I was enjoying it. But then to try and get some of the pin- pinnacle gear, I found it harder playing in the Fallout pool. But I thought I'd give it a go because I've got myself into that position and I want to see what the matchmaking is like. And it it felt very similar to how trials used to be. Um, in some some of the matches, like you know, I'd get stomped. We all of us would just get completely stomped by the trials gods that were still playing at that time. And then a couple of the matches felt like week one, where it was evenly matched, where it could go either way. So. I think it just depends on who's in that flawless pool at the time and who it matches you up against. But I, I did give it a go and it was still kind of enjoyable unless I was getting completely stomped by the trials gods. But yeah, I mean, if you're power leveling, maybe try and do the power leveling before you want to kind of go flawless. If you don't care and do what Respawn says and just go for it because it's worth a shot. Well, I want you to go for it. That way, if you can go flawless, you get out of my pool and uh, I don't have to <laughs> deal with you. Yeah. If you're going to have to go flawless, I don't want to go against you. Because I'm not. So I want to go against the worst players imaginable. So I can, you know, maybe one day see what the lighthouse looks like. Respawn wants a pool without Vex. Can we get that pool? (laughs) No, I just want the Vex. (laughs) But in the meantime. Stop stop saying these things. I I don't (laughs) want to get rid of the Vex in any way, shape, or form. I just want to have it as well. Right? Also, yeah. we seem to have somebody that snuck into the channel. Hello. What What have you done to your microphone? Nothing. Why? Different answer. You sound like you're at the bottom of the world, Timmy. No, he doesn't. He sounds like. No. Hang on. I'm just uh, wrong one. Sounds like he's, his microphone's a little <laughs> too close, maybe, but. It sounds like. Is, he... How's that? That's true. Is sure. that better? So, yeah. Respawn, why don't you finish off the the lab talks and then we can ask our yes! what he's what he's here to tell we us. We know shaking it up every weekend has been a bit jarring and are looking to keep some consistency in the weeks ahead. <laughs> lab talk. The first weekend of trials went well. We played a lot, read a lot of feedback, talked to our friends and clanmates, looked at the data, and luckily speaking, the weeks look very similar and the matches were slightly more competitive as players grappled with a new rule set experientially. There are some changes we are looking at it to make the mode better. <gasps> Find a different way to vary the capture zone location without giving positional advantage to either side. Internally, we initially tested a single central zone and found that it created dull, repetitive games as it always collapsed to the usual capacity. <gasps> to that central location. You don't have to read it all in one breath. Take breaths. <laughs> I'm taking a breath between paragraphs. <gasps> <laughs> the current method... <laughs> We've, we've had feedback that people don't like you doing dying. Um, The current method uses... And that as well, dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, really? The current... The, blah, the current method uses the central tiebreaker position as center. And... Do you want to sound like a chipmunk? Carry on doing that. Why chipmunk? <laughs> Because I'll just speed it up and you'll sound like a chipmunk. Oh, in that case. And AC positions from control 
Doing advantage wow. We use those points to get the mode into testing quicker, but unfortunately that had the side effect of giving one side an advantage. We like the dynamicism that created when the when we play tested internally. And that might be a good mechanism in a less competitive mode. But we heard you loud and clear that a significant of an advantage is too much for Trials of Osiris. Okay. I mean, that does make sense. Uh, we're looking at author... I was going to say authorizing, but it's authoring because words are hard. We're looking at authoring additional neutral capture locations in a few maps to support further labs this season. We may still play around with a milder advantage position to use in extreme cases depending on the map but we want to make sure we have at least three neutral locations remove the gain super energy on capture from the capture zone that was a bit dirty you got everybody killed and you could still go and stand in the capture zone and get that extra bump from capturing the zone yeah what? Well, wait, breathe? if you killed everybody, that that just end the match? No, because you, if you've got somebody... Yeah. yeah, if you've got somebody standing in the capture zone and you jump in there with them, it speeds it up and gives you that extra bump. Like you would in Iron Banner, it gives you the right. super. Oof. Ooh, yeah. This specifically after an elimination leads to more snowballing. These changes are going to need more work and play testing than the changes we've been making so far. We are looking to get something ready for another run at Trials Labs. Capture Zone as early as December. Then it goes back into talking about that stuff again. And that's it. And then we Do have Threads of Light. Do you think the community even wants Capture Trials? I and mean, what do you guys think in general? Let's say it's... I actually didn't play. I have no opinion. So ask Damon. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So it, you it, want it? No, I have no opinion I, either. I, I wouldn't say I want it, but I enjoyed it. It was a different variation on just just getting killed. You know, it wasn't kind of maybe run to an area and just fight in that area or, you know, everybody run around the map and see, and, until we can kind of catch one person out. It was, you had to kind of try and get to the flag if it was in the middle and then kind of tactically go for, you know, a pick and, 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 you know, collapse on the other team, or it was, you know, try and get to where the other team's base was, where they had the flag and see if you can either take them out. Are they defending or are they attacking us? You know, it was a little bit more tactical, but I think if it was a regular thing, I don't think a lot of people would like it. I think it would be something that, people would kind of shy away from i think if it was in trials every now and then just to freshen trials up that say on a specific map that it would appear but again i it it depends on numbers i mean if they try it again in about three weeks time are they still going to have the same amount of people want to play that i think that's the thing is that to test it thoroughly you're going to need to have the same game mode maybe on a different map um with good rewards to see if people still want to play that game mode whereas if you only do it once and and that's it i think they're not going to learn a lot from that and i kind of wanted them to do that with what they did when they initially started this kind of trials and 
with testing and learning kind of thing is maybe have it on burnout for three weeks what and have different the, the different game modes for the last three weeks so that it was you kind of got some of the the points you know it was the same map it was maybe the same rewards kind of thing but then uh, they, they slightly changed like it was control or the the flawless pool was enabled at a certain period of time to get a little bit more consistency in their in their results because i think like people were saying the second week on uh, distant shore where it isn't a favorable map also hurt the population for the people that actually wanted to go and play on it do you see what i mean I'm, I'm, yeah I know everyone likes that map. I'm not a big fan for whatever reason. I, and mm. again, you shouldn't take my opinion because the people who play Trials a lot and know what they're doing always say they like that map so much. So I don't know why I don't like it. But yeah, are you getting sniped a lot? Is it which map is it? Uh, Burnout. I don't know. Is that the I, one with the big spinny crap in the middle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like that one either. I'm not saying I'm getting sniped a lot. I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't know what about it. So, who's reading next? No, yeah, we, we have an Arth. No, Arth, Arth has decided to join us. Oh, so we got to... Yes, I have. Oh, okay. And my, my opinion is PvP sucks, so... <laughs> I am of that same mindset. Good man. All right, so last where we left off, we left off on 567 Ripe. Right? Are you guys so, doing some um, not off ass law? I mean, it, why else would he be here? Uh, sometimes just he just drops in to say hello. Yeah, sometimes he just drops in for a hello. Are you just saying hello? Or are we doing lore? No, we're doing lore. Are we doing lore? Are we, 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 can mute, we can mute Kingsley. We can go off and play for five minutes. <laughs> but why would y'all want to do that? Why don't y'all want to participate? Huh? We, well, we will. We, but we, can give, we can give everybody. We can give everybody. We're listening. Yeah, we're listening. I walk through the city on Broken Lake. I am conspicuous, but the people here grant me many affordances. I chose this form well. I sway and catch myself on a low stone wall. I'm ready earlier than anticipated, but I must still learn the next step. I look toward the false dusk I have hung, but it is not yet finished. I am afraid. But it is thrilling to engage in something new after all this time. Something unknown. I close my eyes tightly so that they do not bolt. This feeling passes. I open my eyes and search the faces of people around me for familiarity. I did not mean to. I twist inwardly with disgust. When they first search for me, I reach back in acid mockery. And they opened themselves to me in stupid, naked innocence. I was giddy. My fingers raked their minds. I forced my will through them using only words and met no resistance. Their naivety was beyond description. And I feasted until my eyes welled with black tears. Now, I reach as often as they do. And when they reach back... I am thankful. I speak with them. I seek out their company, their companionship. This is not pity, for I know pity. But what is this? I drop to both knees, clear my mouth, 
and vomit. The thin black fluid turns to vapor and disappears. I clench the gangling black mess that threatens to unspool recklessly from within the shell of flesh. My new arms are too thin, too weak. My new shell still not bound with thick mucus. Not yet, I see. A moment of blackness, and then... A man places his hands on on my shoulders, on my back. He asks if I am ill, and he sees my flat eyes, my teeth black with ripeness, and he prepares to scream. I let him keep his mind. I push breath up and through my ruined mouth and speak a simple lie. He stops, smiles, laughs. Shakes his head. He points a finger at me in mocking admonishment before walking away. I swallow the fatty morsel of his ignorance and it gives me the strength to stand once more. Cover my face and resume my walk. I feel this form splitting beneath its wrapping. Held together weakly by wet strands of sinew. And from deep inside stirred that light, that latest scrap of deception. I hear the oily growl of the worm. Even here, I basted in the deception, both ample and rich. The worm cries ravenously. It has grown grotesque, skin taut, overfed. Still, it howls for more. It commands me to keep it alive. I look up beyond the flickering net of darkness and see what rests just beyond, waiting for me. The worm roars. So, I would say obviously this is Savathun walking around the city in Osiris's form. Yep. Right. And um, and and the very end. See, in the beginning, I thought that her wanting to get rid of her worm was just another one of her tricks, but. According to this internal dialogue, it seems like she genuinely just does not like her worm. She has been trying to. She has been trying to get rid of her worm for a very long time. Okay. She. This is why the the curse is in the Dreaming City because she's been trying to feed her fool her worm into feeding on all that death. Right. Um. On a on a weekly cycle, but the worm rejected it. Um. But there's there's a couple of bits in this. I, I I've been pick, I've read this a few times now, but I've only just been now we know more what's going on with the actual story. There's a couple of bits I picked up on in this. Now let me just scroll back. Basically, Savathun saying she's ripe. This must timescale wise, this must be very close of her going into a chrysalis form. A chrysalis form now. P, P, there's there's been a lot of uncertainty if she went into the chrysalis form naturally or that was helped by Mara. But actually reading this, I think she was actually that was actually part of her formation. See, the thing that gets me though is out of all the hive that we fought, she would be the first one we've ever fought that has wings. Does that mean she is the most Orcs advanced? Briggs had wings. He had wings? Yeah, look back yes. at the video. I'm gonna go. 
they weren't as like prominent though, right? I feel like they weren't compared to his size. If you look at Sabathun compared to her size. How do you spell Oryx? O-R-Y-X? Or... Yes. Why? <laughs> Come on, you there, must remember the shadow of Oryx. And wings. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. I, 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 think, I genuinely yeah, forgot about his damn wings. Just so like... His actually looks like... I, I do admit, like, hers look quite a bit different compared to her body. Hers looks like well, some, his, like, his pretty looks butterfly. His, or vampiric his looks or demonic, yeah. yeah. I'd say more, if you're, if you're down in the high, in the moon, you see lots of moths down there. So I'd say it's more moth-like than butterfly. Yeah. 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 I would agree with that. Is it is that just, like, the male and female thing? Or does that depend on the worm they have? Or is that different depending on each person, right? Because if he's got bat wings and she's got moth, would somebody else maybe have like sparrow wings or? It, know, it, it could be the difference between the male and female form. Okay. But again, this is not specified, so this is pure speculation. Did they change sexes too? Yeah, Oryx did. Yeah. Okay. I, I knew. I, I knew. I knew. I got that from somewhere. Okay. Oryx. Mm. Oryx became male. Because he took the king moth. Right, right, right. The king moth? Morph. Oh, morph. He's going to be like, moth. Hmm, there you go. Interesting. Uh, what else did you have to say about that? Or did you want to move on? Well, no, it's, uh, there's been a lot of speculation on who instigated the whole chrysalis cocoon thing for poor Savathun. Because in the cutscene, you see... Um, Mara making some pretty smooth hand movements there, and with it, with, with we know, with us knowing she had the Agus Scepter mm-hmm. that was a stasis weapon, do the Awoken or Mara specifically already know about stasis? And with them being beings of dark and light, can they already? Can they already command stasis? And that's actually a stasis crystal rather than actually a chrysalis. But reading through this, I actually believe now this is more a chrysalis or a cocoon rather than a stasis crystal. Yeah, I'm thinking Marasov actually just dispelled her illusion that she was Osiris, is what I think Mara that, that, did. That's possible, yes. Yeah. Well, maybe she didn't do anything yet, the chrysalis formed too quickly, but then how does that answer the question that naysayers will have, well, why didn't Savathun just form a chrysalis somewhere else earlier? She because she's protected while she's in a chrysalis. Yeah, we're protecting yeah. her. She's in oh, a safe spot. Oh, we're the spot. ones protecting her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Us and the Awoken are protecting her while they figure out how to remove her worm. Right. There's and nowhere else in the universe she could have protected, I guess. I don't know. Mm, no. I mean, probably, yeah. but why not go to the people that have been killing your people for a long time, you know? And killed your brother, one of the most powerful beings that yeah. she knows of. She knows well, we're brilliant. capable. I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know? Yeah. I mean, she just had to convince us to do so. And actually, it's it's less her convincing us and more Mara Sov convincing us, because let's be honest, I'd do anything for Mara. She's She's got me in a bad way. Just... Anyway. Um, so, uh, I got distracted. What? Uh, chapter 8, Gilded Knives. Gilded Knives. Okay. So... And any, anyway, I'm still annoyed they took Sloan out. What do you mean? Hmm. So Kingsley knows what I mean. Yep, yep. Sloan from Titan. Yes. But what do you mean they took her you, out? You can't just suddenly drop that and not explain to the other people that don't know. 
Yeah, it can't be a I mean, ninja. I know, I know you China's two. gone, but what do you mean they took her out? Like they removed her from the game, or she's been killed? They they they, they removed her from the game. Oh, Sloane Sloan was what a woman. <laughs> she still doesn't compare to Mara. Get out of here, man. <laughs> they say that the promenade. Okay, well, by the way, we're on eight gilded night. For yeah. those watching, or not watching, for those listening, um, they say well, the promenade. Well, I mean, I have two people at least. <laughs> I'm watching. They say the promenade of the core district never sleeps. In times of celebration, it was a parade ground meant to extol the virtues of the guardians and show the people of the city the faces of their often distant defenders. To see it empty was almost unheard of since the Red War. Executor Hideo of New Monarchy walked alongside Lakshmi II of Future War, observing vendor stalls, decorated in neon lights that flickered intermittently as they passed. But there were no vendors, no proprietors. Hideo glanced over his shoulder at the four future war cult security officers that followed behind them at a respectful distance. Do you remember the last time the street was empty? He asked. Yes, Lakshmi said with a heavy heart. They called me a fool then as well. She did nothing to hide the contempt in her voice. We made mistakes in circle, Hideo, walking in a loop of her own self-made despair. Before he could formulate a response, Hideo spotted the reason for their walk through the endless night. A towering behemoth of chrome and lavender cloth, hunched over in an abandoned plaza. Saint-14 focused on the birds underfoot, gathering a handmade mix of seeds on the ground while he cooed contently at the pigeons. You have chosen poor night for walk, he observed as Hideo and Lakshmi approached. Do you need escort back to tower? Hideo shook his head. No, Saint. We went to find you in the hangar, and Miss Holiday informed us that you had come here to... He eyed the birds. Contemplate. Birds are uncomplicated. Good conversationalists. They give me room to think. Saint said with a smile in his voice. How can I help? So the consensus has struggled, as of late, with some of the Vanguard's decisions regarding the city's security. We wanted to expand that conversation to include you, Lakshmi said. But not Arak Jalal? Saint asked. A more pointed and cunning response than either Hideo or Lakshmi had anticipated. No, Hideo quickly confirmed. Lakshmi verbally maneuvered around Hideo's answer like water around a stone. This is about ensuring that the best interests of the city are at the forefront of the vanguard's mind. Saint fixed his helmed visage on Lakshmi. Delixni. A statement, not a question. The vanguard are a military force, and the consensus does not doubt their commitment to defending the city beyond its borders. Lakshmi carefully worded her approach. But we have come to doubt that a military force is the best governance for the cities inside its walls. Saint squared his shoulders as if presented a challenge and looked between Hideo and Lakshmi. His stoicism twisted Hideo's stomach into knots. We would like to propose a restructuring of the city's leadership, placing the vanguard as the authority for what goes on outside the walls. Hideo gestured 
toward the mountains, and respective leadership here inside the city, he motioned to Saint. This is bad plan, Saint said without any attempt of obfuscating his feelings. Surely you understand that tactical options in the field do not always apply unilaterally in a civilian quarter. Hideo pleaded. On top of that, the vanguard is stretched too thin. They cannot be the leadership they need to be. Saint Balk. Then why come to me? I am no politician. But you are a leader, Lakshmi countered as she placed a hand over her chest. A hero. A symbol to the people. Saint drew in a steady breath and grew silent. It may not feel like the right choice because of your personal feelings toward Commander Zavala and Ikora. Change can sometimes feel distasteful. But I know you aren't one to ignore your sense of duty. Saint looked down at his feet, at the bird, at the seeds. I must speak with Osiris, he asserted. Lakshmi briefly regarded Hideo and nodded. And give your partner our regards. I will, Saint said stiffly, scattering the last of the seed in his hand to the birds before depleting, departing the plaza. Hideo and Lakshmi waited under the watchful eye of the traveler until the saint was gone. If he tells Savala or Ikora, Hideo said through clenched teeth, Osiris will stop him from doing anything so stupid, Lakshmi said, the softness in her voice gone. And if he is, so short-sighted as to refuse us as Saladin did. Hideo's stomach twisted again. Boom shagalaka. So, honestly, I was completely wrong about Saint. I thought Saint would have just outright refused anything that Saint's, would... Saint's cleverer than you give him credit for. Don't forget, he was the vanguard commander. Right, I know that, but it's not about cleverness. It's about, like, it's it's about his morals. You know, I thought Saint was. What do you want him to do? Just turn around and take these two out, or something? Would you yeah. not rather him find out the information that you know they're holding First. onto, and then go and report back? I mean, also, they've already approached him. They've already approached him, and considering how they didn't tell him the plan in this section means previously they did tell him what the plan was, right? Well, no, he's he's he understands they're down for a coup. Right. Yeah, so what better plan then? Go and actually have a quiet word in Zavala's ear and maybe Ikora's ear. Say, keep it on the down low. I'll go in with them, I'll speak to them, and then we can actually do something about them as a whole once we've got all the evidence. Yeah, because remember Ikora last mm -hmm. time wanted evidence to know what was going on? Yeah, pesky evidence. Damn it. <laughs> it's the building block of democracy. <laughs> or one of the building blocks of democracy. Because I think evidence. even then, last evidence. week, you were saying, why doesn't she just take her out? Why and Or arrest her or something. And Arf was telling you, she can't oh. just do that because she's got no evidence. I think with this, they're building up enough evidence to do whatever the Vanguard they're, do. They're building the case against her. Yeah. And Saint's going to become the inside man. Because you, you, all right, so, so, so become the inside he, man. he is. So I was right about saying there's no way he would consider this. He's just doing this as a way 
to get them to expose themselves and get the evidence he needs. Yes. Okay. So that makes me feel a little better because I was convinced that Saints morals, there was no way he'd allow for something like that to go down. Saint so. is not daft. He will do the right thing. Fair enough. Do you know what daft means? Yes, I know daft. Well, like, you know, you question so... me on every blooming word. Yeah. Sorry, because you I'm come up with things daft. like, like the other one I'm afraid to say because if I say it wrong, I'll get banned, right? What? That other what word. What other word? The one you used earlier for constant annoyance. <laughs> niggle. Like what you niggle. are to me. I'm a niggle, yeah. I niggle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I missed yeah. out on that one. Yeah. I'm just this niggling thought, thing in the back of his mind that just plays, you know, with him. You know, what, it's not even a British word. It's like an actual what's word. What's he going to do this week? What song is he going to make me sing this week? Uh, or what? Yeah, he's no, already yeah, done that. Know. He did that voluntarily. I did. I think I did a couple of this show so far. Kingsley, did you have a couple of questions? Uh, not on the most recent stuff that was read, but uh, it's always good to hear this again. I was most intrigued in the first one about um, Savathun, but yeah. You're talking about which was walking stuff. the city in Osiris' skin? Yeah. I still well, want to know what, what happened. Skin and I was wrong. You know? Like, because I, I, I initially thought that she inhabited his body because he was screaming in her brain whenever she was with may, may, Maybe there's some connection there. Right. But now she has to maintain after, some connection with him to actually mimic him, like like Doctor Who, when whenever the copycatters have to store the people so they can mimic their thoughts and form. I forgot the, yes. the big pink blobs. What were they called? I can't remember. But it's Doctor Who reference. Yeah, so maybe something like that. Because the big pink blobs didn't they? Didn't they actually uh, actually just take the skin? No, the big pink blobs took people. They put them in pods, right? And from when the people were in the pod, they could yes, they could take their form, right and they were sharing their thoughts and memories with the people in the pods. That's why they were so good at deceiving people was because they actually had the thoughts and the memories of the person that they were copying connected to them. Yeah, I know things. I'm a, I'm 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 a Hoover. I'm part of the Who universe. Yeah, that's a Hoover. I think you'll find that's a Hoovian. If he wants to be yeah. a Hoover, yes. if you call yourself a we'll call him Henry. You guys talk about the weekly story, or is it still considered spoiler? To be honest, it's it's out, it's out like there for happened. everyone to see. So it's... yeah, I've already been spoiled. I haven't done this week's. I did last week's this week. I haven't done this week's this week. week? But I do yeah, know. You can talk yeah, about talk, it. Go for it. So I'm allowed to talk yeah, about it. All I, all I know is now apparently Crow knows what he did. Crow knows everything. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he touched Savathun's chrysalis Sorry, and they had stomach. a mind meld. Well, go, and, ahead, uh, go ahead and lay it on me. Lay yeah, on. and, and he knows everything now. No, but he, he touched Savathun's oh, yes. chrysalis. Oh, there was no euphemism there. That's legitimately, at the end of the story. I, mean, I, thought he was, I thought he was making yeah. like a Star Trek yeah. reference. You know, had the mind meld or whatever. He did, yeah. Well, I was. And, she gave, and then they had, gave they had him a mind his memories. Meld. She basically... Uh, him all his so yep. is, is how he... would she give him all his memories? Like, is I don't he understand angry that. that people kept this from him because she has some sort of power she can actually unlock them. Okay. The, 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 the awoken. He was have obviously that power very distressed. Well. Yeah, because uh, wasn't this what is... Mara was trying to do to him to unlock what he'd previously been? Well, she she didn't want to physically do it because then she <laughs> the people that are trying to keep it a secret. 
But she was saying and doing things to kind of nudge him to realize what was going on. But you he know, didn't like when he want said, to, did he? No. Well, he, he you know, in the lore that we were going through with Darth, it, it wasn't something he wanted to kind of dwell on. He didn't want to go back to that. No, but he, he, in this case now, he wanted to find out so he could actually move on from it, from yeah. what I can tell. Well, he was... What the face comes fighting with his ass? The, the right hand of Mara. What the hell's her name? Petra. Petra kept pushing his damn button, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure he wants to know now because she keeps treating him well, no, it wasn't like that. an enemy. They, they have been trying, trying to keep him away from Savathun so he can't talk to her for this exact reason. Yeah, he snuck into. He, How are they trying what, to keep him away? Snuck, oh, he. Yeah, I guess he snuck. But he has to walk directly past Mara, which I don't understand how he did it. <laughs> Unless he's a. Well, I mean, sure. he's a hunter. Yeah. We have smoke. Oh, every time so... I walk past her, she doesn't care. No, he's, 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 he's a void hunter. <laughs> he did his dodge yeah. and legged it in. <laughs> she never notices yeah. when I walk past. She's like always busy. <laughs> but. So he he's obviously very disturbed, and then he starts even blaming us, the guardians. Like you knew also. Yeah, but like, he fi he's figured bitch, out, if you've actually you, listened to that, the... he's figured out we killed him, and he <laughs> says he doesn't blame us. He would have done the same. Yeah, I know. Which is cool, but then he was oh, also disturbed. No, see, though, that, like, we that's didn't the thing that him. I wanted to talk about. Like, somebody said that, right? Somebody said he didn't blame us for doing what we did. Now. Does that confirm that we are the ones that shot I was just him? Just about to say that, or just that we allowed Petra to shoot him? Because again, it's we still quite... we were there with Petra. Yeah, it's still quite. It's ambiguous. still open. Yeah, it? yeah, it's open. Yeah. So we still don't yeah. know. He just he just assumed. Hey, you know, you like the royal you. you. I yeah. don't blame you guys for what happened. Not you specifically for shooting. Oh, okay. Well, all he remember is we were stood next to Petra, both pointing guns at him. Right. He's put two and two together, and went, well, you must have. Yeah. Now I, can, I mean, you kind of. I, I remember listening to something where somebody had actually put the sound of the shot together, and they couldn't actually huh. match it up with any gun in Destiny. But then they got the Ace of Spades, or the uh, and whatever gun Petra's using. Was she using a sidearm? Yeah. Put the put the sound together. Vestian Dynasty. Yeah, put the sound of the two together, and the sound of the two together matched the sound of the shot that we heard killing Aldrin. Oh, we both shot him. So we both shot him at there the same go. time. <laughs> Freaking uh, Boondock Saint style. <laughs> yeah, I can dig it. I can very much dig it. I mean, and and it does make sense because you know. Us as a guardian wanted to avenge Kane. She wanted to avenge Kane. I've got bad boys in my head where you know that slow shot where Will Boom Smith Dark and Martin Saint. Lawrence kind of stand up and they're both pointing in the same direction with the guns. Yeah, you've well, just I mean, seen I it like from Boondock Saints because yeah, yeah, they they give a prayer before they cap your ass. You know, okay. It's not it's not personal for them. It's just you're a bad person and you died. You know. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. So is that it? I mean, and he's just. Well, there's and then there if you I don't know if you guys get into this later because of the lore pages, but there's he has a new assignment. Basically, he has a new coming up. He has a new fire team. I forget all the details. Oh, he's got a fire team now. Yes. 
Remember the fire team that was running with Mithrax? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was in law that Mithrax had his own fire team. Yeah. Right. Well, Hello? that fire team has been uh, went to Zavala and said, look, what's going on? We could do with a third. Are you going to assign us anybody? And he said, well, funny you should say that. I've got you a new assignment. And he assigned them a new guardian. Uh And that guardian could be the crow. Because they are the open-minded two that have already run with Elixney, he thinks they could actually be the ones to accept who he was with no prejudice. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, the two hunters and a warlock, but they're not saying who the two hunters and the warlock are. It's the opposite podcast from us. Uh, well, no, I'm I'm reading I'm reading uh, that. Yeah, what about two warlocks in a. I'm just seeing if somebody if somebody knew who the names were. Um, I believe there are names out there for them, but I can't remember them offhand. I'd have to do some research. So, like nostalgic names, we'll recognize once we hear, but not like somebody that holy crap, like like oh, Satan, Osiris, or Osiris. They're not. Kind they're of, not well, famous not in the slightest. No, no, okay. they're they're quite. The names are fairly kept fairly quiet because they are the open-minded. So, so the fact that it's not Zavala and Ikora tells us he's definitely not going to be the Hunter Vanguard. Yes, otherwise that would be his fire team. No, because so, the the majority of the Vanguard or the or the Guardians still aren't aware of his identity. Sure. I wonder how that's going to come out. That's going to be a hell of a... Hey, guys, look, we have a new hunter on our team. And his name is Prince Alter. His name is Crow. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't ask him to take his mask <laughs> off, ever. No, he's got it off now. <laughs> and you just yeah. see this almighty rush of uh, guardians going, Get him! Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, see, that's the thing that really bugged me. And it still bugs me, because every guardian knows you are not who you used to be. Hell, even a lot of the times, your personality is entirely different, you know, from what you used to be. You know, your ghost pulls out the core aspects of your personality, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be the same person that you were before yeah, death. but I think because you know? the wound was so fresh with Crow, with Aldrin, I think that's the way, the reason why the Guardians have reacted as they have when they have seen him. Yes. And, and I get, I, you, I totally you get both killed, sides of that argument. You killed Cade Six. I'm going to beat you to death. But that's just it. He and, and and obviously I've said this a million times, but he didn't kill Cade Six. Aldrin killed Six. Yeah, on. And on I top of that, it was a corrupted Aldrin. I had to convince killed. you of that. Yeah. Huh? There were I many, had to convince you shows. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, however we get to that point, we're there, you know? And and you know what it's because I was still fairly new to the to how Guardians were created and what happened, right? And once I realized that, you know, the ghost, when you're resurrected, you're not the same person that you were before. No, so not. that was one thing, right? And the other thing is, it's forbidden to look into your past as a guardian. That was the third thing. And the fourth thing is, it's guardian code to not hold your past against you, right? So those three things right there, doesn't matter what Crow, because he's not Aldrin mm-hmm. anymore, doesn't matter what Crow did in his life as Aldrin, because yep. even then Aldrin was corrupted on top but of that. He's... So that wasn't even true Aldrin, you know? Hang, Hang on. on a Is this but the remember... Master Rager that went on and on and on and on about it when he first appeared again, and you went, that's Aldrin? 
Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, God. But you've got to remember, there's there are there are very few guardians mm. that have appeared when their in life the is remembered in the died. same lifetime they've died. Yeah, and are remembered yeah. by people for their actions, especially this one. I mean, to to date, the only ones we know are him and Anna Bray, right? Those no, are the only not two. Even Anna Bray. She's, really? She's she died back in the golden age. Oh, wow! I didn't realize her stuff lasted that long. I thought she died like, like a couple lifetimes ago, but not that long ago. Jesus! Well, the only reason and you know she, what? Yeah. the only reason why she I, knows who she is, is because she had a security she tag dug on into her past. Yeah, she dug into her past. Yeah. No, no, she she knew her name because she had a security pass. Almost like you swipe cards to get in secure facilities. But no, I, I know, but what I'm saying is... And then she researched that, her name. That's, that's why that's... she dug into her past, yeah. because of the card. Which she was forbidden to do. Um, yes, it's the same hunter that had a different opinion, because you know what? A warrior evolves over time, alright? If you're stagnant, <laughs> then you'll never succeed, alright? So I was educated, my opinion was reevaluated, and it has uh, been changed. I'm, right? I'm clipping that. And I'm going to play that to you every single time that you throw out one of these <laughs> wild opinions. I mean, I can still throw out yeah. wild opinions. They I know you can. Change. But I'm going, to, I'm going to throw this back in your face every That's single fine. time. And they might change. You I don't know. know. They might say the same. Like the fact that, you know, Titans are stupid. Anyway. anyway. Sorry? Before I go, yeah. do we have any feedback that he's answering regarding law? Uh, no, just the ones you already answered before in the chat. You, you were having a back and forth with What's-His-Face. That's the only feedback we've had. So what I'm getting from this is basically Arf would like some feedback from any of the listeners. Send us mm. an email. Send us a message any means how. We'll get it to Arf because Arf is craving to, to get some feedback or some questions that he can answer. And yeah. we'll, we'll pass them on to him and he will answer them. You so, might yeah. not have time to answer them during the show, but no. he'll probably answer in a chat and we'll relay the message. As best yeah. we can. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Go away, Arf. Yes, I'm, I'm okay. going. <laughs> go away. <laughs> nice chatting. Bye, Bye Arf. <laughs> Thank you. See you Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Moving but you on. have your yeah, own Arf, don't you, Kingsley, over on your show? Mr. Des Raven. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you want to listen to yeah. some more lore, go and check out the um, Guardian Hub podcast. No, no, keep listening to ours. No, and, and ours, of course. Yeah, listen to ours first and then go over there to see if we're right or wrong. So, as we pointed out with the blog post that Bungie went over, there's Disability Awareness Month, which is October. There's going to be a new pin available in the Bungie store and a new emblem available once you purchase that. And that's going to be available throughout the month of October. And 100% of the profits from the pin will be going to the Able Gamers Foundation. So if you want to go and check that out, uh, it'll be available from October 1st. So it's available now. And I link the Bungie store in the show notes if you want to have a look at that. They are still going on about their Threads of Light. So this is their new fashion magazine for Guardians. Uh, there is a couple of pictures of some of the ones that have been submitted. I don't see Nolsey's there, so I'm a bit upset that Nolsey either hasn't done it or nobody's recognised Nolsey from last week. But they do post a couple of cool pictures of some of the Guardians that have been sent in. 
they do make note that they haven't yet chosen their Warlock, Titan, or Hunter to go on the front cover of the next one. How do you submit it, though? Like, if you... like, cause It was on... Uh, it, I'm, you, I'm you either get right in touch here. with them... I'm doing it right here. I, I've, ha- I've clicked Threads of Light, right? It's too late. And it just takes me to their Twitter. What, yes, do you just that's submit it. it here, the Twitter? On the Twitter, yeah. All the other pictures are from Twitter. But I said, I think last week they were saying you could get in touch on any of their socials and just do hashtag Threads of Light to be... Eligible oh my for god, win. they have a Patrick Titan. Oh my god. But your time was up, Respawn. It ended at the 30th of October. Sorry, 30th right, fair enough. of September. Well, I submitted my Joker one. I just wanted to know if... I'll just submit it next time. I want to see you there. Fair enough. And now, it's GM time. So, next week, coming up on Tuesday, we set Grandmaster Difficulty Unlocks for Nightfalls. First up this season, you'll be going into the Hollowed Lair Nightfall to face off against the Fnatic and his Horde of Scorn. Be careful, dead thing, as Scorn have recently discovered way- ways of wielding stasis. Things might get a little icy out there. If this is your first go at the realm of Grandmaster difficulty, just let you know that the power bar is set very high for this aspirational activity. So make sure that those numbers pumped up to 1345 to get started. So that means that you can either have artifact, like stupid amounts of artifact power and not so much in your gear or have your gear up to 1330 and have like 15 plus on your artifact you do you basically as long as you are 1345 or above you can get into it um where are we um so they they do recommend snagging some bounties and that's the main thing is just if you're playing the game pick up bounties have a look on the app because i think Having a look on the app, there are bounties that kind of cross over. So even if you're not doing astral alignment activities, you can still pick up astral alignment bounties that will still count towards maybe like doing auto rifle kills, but it progresses faster in astral alignment, but you can still progress them by doing other activities. And the same with like, if you are doing a strikes like and picking up all the strike ones, you could potentially pick up the... Uh, through the app again you don't necessarily have to go to the places go to the locations and pick up the location bounties as well and you can complete those on top so stacking lots and lots of bounties and just keeping them going as you're playing is a good way of kind of progressing your artifact really quickly and and has helped a lot of people this season i've seen people up to nearly like 800 on their artifact power it's ridiculous so you can do that you can pick up the pinnacle powerful bounties like iron banner this week has the four available uh trials has two that are available each week and then you have the ones on europa we have the uh, clovis bray tests of of you know like jumpings and killing and things and uh, there's the master nightfall hunts on europa as well that also do pinnacle gear if you're around 1340 so there are a lot of ways to get Pinnacle Gear to get you up to getting into these Grandmasters. Um, but they do say later in the season, they'll be making some changes to the Grandmasters and their accessibility. And they mentioned these in previous twabs. And upon rereading them, some of the bullets, we realised it may have looked like they, these changes were going to go live in tandem with the Grandmasters before becoming available this season. Apologies if we cause any confusion following the changes are coming up in the current plans for December. So this was, wasn't this that they were going to have the catch-up node available when the Grandmasters went live, wasn't it? So if you'd already done your Conqueror seal, 
the the selectable uh, nightfalls was going to be available when the Grandmasters went live. I thought that's what how they kind of made it sound in previous twarps. So what they're yeah. saying is that that's not going to be available at the moment anyway. And for some reason, I thought that was even live last season, so I wasn't really keeping up with that. But now it's not even I, live I don't until think December. there was any confusion. I think that's how they stated it. It was, if you've done your Conqueror seal already, when the Grandmasters go live this season, there'll be the node that you can select the Grandmasters, so you could basically do it all in the first week, and you could be Conqueror times whatever you were. And, uh, you know, I don't understand where they thought they'd got a bit of confusion. That that that's how they stated it, but obviously not. That's not coming up. So the Grandmaster catch-up node will become available at the same time as Grandmaster difficulty available, so long as you have had the Conqueror title, but not yet gilded it this season. Okay. How would you have gilded it this season? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then now they're saying at the same time it's available. How does that match up with the December uh, I'm thing? I'm confused. <laughs> Me too, a little bit. I'm sure someone's screaming at us, but um, I haven't gotten enough into the Grandmasters lately to really research this more and care. <laughs> Plus, I wasn't on our last episode, so maybe well, Sin and Des talked about it already. I did have a quick look on Twitter today because I was looking for stuff for the Respawns Report Roundup, but there wasn't anything. Literally, when DMG's away, there's nothing kind of being sent out. There wasn't anything on Destiny News Plus and things like that, but the only thing I did find was Rick Kakis uh, pointed out, he said, wait, so it says that the catch-up node will go live at the same time as the GMs, but then it says later in the season. I'm confused at Cosmo 23. And then Critical mm -hmm. Casual states, they stated above that the recap of the changes, these are planned for December. I would assume that no node until December and future seasons will have it at launch when the GMs go live. And then Cosmo says, yeah, you got it. So Okay, so what's coming like? The season after. Yeah. But that's, they should have worded yeah. that a little bit better. So th them saying that the catch-up node will be available at the same time Grandmaster Difficulty is available isn't coming till the next season, I'm guessing, because it says for this season it's not coming until December. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now that we saw that out. That, that would make <laughs> logical sense, but they shouldn't have written it like that. Everyone's assuming. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank, thank you for Kakis for pointing that out and getting that cleared up. So at the moment, the node won't be available, but it will be in the coming seasons. So Grandmasters will have already gone live by the time this change comes out in the later seasons, but the catch-up node will be available when the Grandmaster first starts in the seasons going forward. Each Grandmaster Nightfall will be available if the Fireteam leader has not completed the Gilded Triumph for that strike during that season. In other words, you may play each featured strike for a season until, until you earn a gilded title once you've gilded your title the catch-up node will no longer be available so literally like we said you could once the grandmasters become available and the catch-up nodes or the or the nodes there you'll be able to then select whichever nightfall you want to do and gild your title really quickly yep good glad i've got that sorted clear <laughs> that's the way i read mud. it in my head yeah clear <laughs> as much in terms of loot there aren't any major changes happening completing grandmasters give you the chance at the depth version or variants of the nightfall specific weapons such as the palindrome hand cannon or the newly released hothead rocket launcher 
Players may earn enhancement course prisms and ascendant shards for their efforts. We recently made a change where adept weapon mods for impact, charge time, blast radius and projectile speed can now be acquired from the Grandmaster Nightfalls in addition to Trials of Cyrus and Raids. Good look out there. Guardians, fire teams take up taking on the darkness. Don't feel ashamed if you need some guidance. Mind you, there are plenty of creators throughout the community that are eager to provide tips, tricks and in-depth guides. I know a guy! Way I know a guy! And with that, I will... You. Do you? With that, I will find a guide at some point for the Fanatic, and we'll stick that in our show notes. Hopefully, there'll be one next week. And if I find out what the Grandmaster is, the if somebody does a kind of pre-guide, I'll try and link that in the show notes if anybody needs that. This is a really long way of them saying nothing's really changing right now but still trying to like get us excited that something's <laughs> changing just not right now <laughs> yeah i hate it when i hate it when they they don't spell they don't say it in plain english like this is happening now it's like, it's like all these extra words in there it's like bullet point it this is happening this is happening this is happening this is happening next season this is happening this and that it's like oh mm -hmm. anyway so as you are are standing parody kingsley mac would you Ooh. take us through <laughs> what parody likes to do? Yes. These are um, bugs and anything else. Known issues. For sure. So, I can do yeah, that. This is Kingsley's Known Issues. And the title of this section is called Wake Me Up When September Ends. Mm -hmm. Get it? The song? You want to sing it, Respawn? I, I, I did earlier in my brain, but you missed it. <laughs> All right, now we turn it over to our trusted experts on the player support team with an important update on the state of the live game. This is the report. Uh, Bungie names and code of conduct, you know, we've been hearing some about that. But they tell us that earlier this week, many Bungie names that players have been using since Season of the Lost began were removed and changed to Guardian. This change occurred due to players attempting to bypass our filters and code of conduct. Have you run into anyone with the name Guardian? I, I, have, I have in one of my previous no. raids, not this past week, but the week prior, his name was Guardian. I was like, dude, what was your name before they changed it? And he said his name was um, uh, Shax. S-H-A-X-X. -X. He said that was his name, and they changed it to Guardian. I was like, that's petty as hell. What? <laughs> copyright I guess. <laughs> I guess i don't know <laughs> anyways players will be able to change their na bungee name sometime later in the season that goes along with all of us we can change our name if we want to but not until they make that update maybe december maybe earlier who knows but it's not when september ends that's for sure no yeah we are not in september anymore Known issues. While we continue investigating various known issues, here is a list of the latest issues that were reported to us. We're aware of player reports claiming that nothing manacles isn't working as intended. This is under investigation. This is sad for me as a warlock. The new seasonal arms. And uh, I don't know what that is because I haven't used it much, but um, supposedly it's not so great right now. Those are the ones that improve your... Scatter grenade. Uh, scatter grenades, yeah. Yeah. And I believe Fallout did a test a couple of... Well, I think at the beginning of the season. I went, yeah, there's nothing. They don't change. It's the yeah. same damage. Nothing manacles like... are nothing. Yeah. 
All right, fix that, Bungie. Uh, players having issues unlocking an entry in the Ripple's lore book may need to wait in the helm until the entry unlocks. Wait how long? We do not know. You know, have a chat with the crow while you're waiting. Yeah. Step 43 out of 53 of the Wayfinder's Voyage continuously points players to the portal regardless of what side they are on. So you could be going in and out, in and out forever. To complete this step, players should make their way to Savathun's location. See, this is why you don't rely on the waypoints too much. You got to kind of have directional, slight directional Boy, abilities not in your mind. Dummy. If it says go talk tomorrow, <laughs> go talk tomorrow. Don't keep going in and out of the damn portal. <laughs> but it's saying this way. No, no, it's saying this way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate you when it keeps doing that. Yeah. If players abandon Wayfinder's Voyage on step 19 out of 53, they are unable to complete it when they reacquire <laughs> So don't stop. I mean, here's the thing. You should never abandon a quest because you never know. I mean, usually you can get them back fine, but I guess this is a very unique. If you're going to abandon it at all, don't do it at 19 and then hope to get it oh, back. And that was a good song, too. Don't stop believing. Hold on to the end of the mm -hmm. season. I should have sung it. That was, it was great. And that's their only new issues. Now, I have an announcement also. I've been uh, reviving um, a spreadsheet that I keep of Destiny to known issues. And you may ask, why do, why do you do that? Because they're listed. Well, <laughs> the thing is, as parody and you guys would know, not all issues are listed correctly on the known issues website. Some things like DMG may just list in Twitter. Some things they'll put in the TWAB and then not move over to that site right away. And then also sometimes DMG or someone on Twitter will say, oh, we have a fixed plan, blah, blah, or whatever. But they don't add yeah. that to the known issues. So what I do is I keep a spreadsheet and it should be up to date again by the time this episode comes out. But I list all the known issues and I categorize them into like, is it an activity based? Is it a armor based type thing? And then I have a, a column for what the issue is. And then I have a column if there is a known workaround, which many don't, but some do. And then I have a last column if Bungie has told us anything about when it may get fixed. And so it's kind of just a nice one-stop place you can go to kind of see so, all the issues. Question. That's really good. Do you have a separate page in this document that is very specifically dedicated to Telesto? <laughs> no, but upon request, I guess that would make I sense. I mean, it's always breaking something. <laughs> Hell, it just broke something last week, right? So, oh, it, uh, Cheese says it's still oh, broken. Never mind. It's still broken. So, <laughs> And see, that's the thing, too. I do rely on... I can't follow all community feedback, but if someone, sometimes I'll hear things too, like, yeah, Bungie will say they fixed it. And if it's not fixed from what people are actually saying, I'll add it back in. Yeah. But some of those things I don't hear about. So if people hear those, let me know. There's a, there's a submission, um, submit thing. If you, if you drop that I don't me have. all the links, I will link them in our show notes so that yeah, thank people you. can then get in contact with you if they do know of any issues. And, Maybe if you rendezvous with Parody, who likes to keep his own set of known issues and have a whole list of things, he may have stuff yeah. that you don't know about as well. Oh, of course. I This is something I started a really long time ago at the beginning of Destiny 2, and then I fell off of it for a long time, and I've just been sprucing it up again. And 
I figured, why not? I had a few extra minutes, and uh, and I'm sure it's not going to be 100% complete by any means, but I hope it's somewhat useful to someone. Yeah. That's really handy to have. Uh, cool. but that's the only ones that they list in this TWAB of yeah. new non-issues. That's the, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they list what's kind of come to the forefront that week, not necessarily stuff that may still be affecting people that have we've covered like two or three weeks ago when they did come up like for majority of amount of people. So if you're listening to a show and you go, ah, they haven't listed mine, it may still be there and it may be just buried on the known issues page, right. like Kingsley yep. said. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of issues that they don't tell us about that are more like cheese things like i leave those up to more like cheese forever things that quote like you can get around something in the game to do something better they they don't want people to know about those so they don't list them under known issues but when they you see issues that have been fixed there's always like tons of things that were fixed you're like oh that was Holy a thing i mean i could have it. had infinite yeah. super as a hunter if i would have just equipped you know this right. particular armor yeah. set from four years ago what? so i'm mostly just listing things yeah. that are Bungie is listed, DMG is listed, or community members have listed as a big issue, but not so much like cheese type things. I leave that up to him. Yeah. Well, speaking of cheese, I've got some tips, tricks, guides, and builds for you yeah. for the YouTubes, if you're interested in checking them out. So I have a Destiny 2 Quick Legendary Shard Farm. So this is one that has been available for quite some time, and I'm just re-highlighting it at all. Tuka Frost is re-highlighting it. Drop that in the chat, because I need purchase... that right now. Like, legit, I'm broke as hell, so drop it in the chat so I can see it. Well, I'm just about to tell you how to do it. So, basically, you go to your collections, you buy as many of the transmit effects as possible for Glimmer, you then take them to Amanda, she then turns it into a legendary, you can then dismantle that, and that will give you legendary how shards. Many? But it's basically using Glimmer to actually get shards. But again... Oh. Check out Tuka's uh, Tuka Frost video. What's the, what's the and, ratio? Um, talk you through. Like t like five hundred glimmer to seven shards, or I can't remember. I'm just telling you how it was done. Figure it out. Esoteric. If you have, if you're looking for all the mysteries, anchors, and data caches, and a complete ruin of Waith locations guide, he has the guide for you for that. Um, it's really good. He puts these out literally within the first couple of hours of the, the new Shattered Realm going live. So if you don't want to wait for me to tell you about it, go and check it out, because I think next week will be the last week for all the hidden stuff. Um, and again, after about two hours, he puts his complete guide out. So check that out. All right, so what am I pulling out to take to Amanda Holiday? You want to go, you know the blue transmit effects that you blue can get out of your collections? Yeah. If you if it's it's you can convert three into a legendary, isn't it? Something like that. Anyway, really cool this week. Uh, Castle Content has put out how much resilience that you may need in PvP. Really detailed going into like uh, weapon types and uh, TTKs of uh, various different weapon types up against like what resilience you may necessarily need. And I know you're thinking it's seven because you always just say seven respawn. But there are kind of caveats to that. And I do recommend checking out the video. It's a 15-minute video, but it is well worth having a look at 
depending on your play style, you may not necessarily need seven resilience. You could rock about three. And, you know, Castle goes into a lot of details with that. So check it out. Uh, Fallout Plays this week has put his unwritten rules of Trials of Osiris video out. Very funny. Was it good? I didn't get a chance to watch it. It was a good one. I I do. I I mean, agree with most of them. You know, you don't bag first. Basically, you bag the person when you you know you've got the win over them if they've um they've bagged you first. I like that one. Hmm. And don't bag if like. And the other thing that drives me crazy is if if you three v one somebody and the three of you killed the one that doesn't deserve a bag. I know, right? You didn't do anything if, special. You you jump some guy. Congratulations. You have no skill. Or if it's two players on the opposite team and they stayed in the match to give you a fight rather than kind of just jumping off the map or, you know, they haven't just thrown in the towel, don't teabag them. That's that's not good sportsmanship. And 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 for 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 Micah, the guy that used to be in our clan that's playing again, the guy that got the Vex second run. We were playing trials, and this one guy was left to his own devices because his two teammates left him, right? Me and um, Nosey were going up. We were going to, like, dance with him or whatever, you know? But every time we started to dance or we started to hang out with him, here comes freaking Titan, freaking crown-eating, freaking Micah to one-shot the guy or knock him off a cliff or something like that. It's like, dude, dude. Well, one of the fallout rules is, you know, Yes, you can dance with the opponents if they're kind of down like that. But there is a, a slight twist to that rule of either that person has to jump off the map and kill themselves or you mm. are allowed to kill them after the, the the dancing and the greetings and things like that because you just want the round to be over. You don't want to just like dance for a minute and a half each round. I mean, so Micah was kind or, of, or you could sort kill. of right. But he wasn't even dancing. Micah would just, as soon as he saw him, he'd kill be him. the one that came in and did the. Kill there was no greeting. There was no dancing. There was no nothing. Just Micah, death. you're bad. Don't do that. Yes, Micah, <laughs> you're first. a bad person. At Come least say Guardian, hello, and then yeah, yeah, be nice first. Um, if you want to know how to become the Terminator in Destiny with the Taraba, uh, Erol has got a cool video for you for that. Walking turret. That's what he's called it. I'm not going to tell you anymore. I think you need to go and check Terminator. it out. Terminator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. PVE stuff, but it, it, it's pretty cool. Where is it? Oh, this was a really good one that uh, Cheese Forever has put out this week. Did you know you can collect seven previous seasons worth of pass loot? Now, this is to do with downloading a... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. You, stuff for Android. What's it called? A pack? Uh, An APK? A, an APK, that's what it is. You can download this APK to your laptop and access like up to seven previous seasons worth of loot if you left it on there and you didn't manage to get it off before the time ran out. So at the moment, we can only access last seasons via the Bungie app. But this APK has a way of accessing the previous ones if you did forget to go back and have a look. I mean, it may be worth having a quick check because there may be stuff on there that you did completely forget about. But um, Cheese has a, a cool video kind of going over what you need to do and how to do that. So if you want to have a look, or even if you know you left stuff on previous seasons that you can now access, have a look at the video. Uh, as I said... Thing, dude. I as I said... What? Hmm? 
I'll be doing that. As I said, there is still a glitch with Telesto and the Titan Ballistic Slam in PvP and Gambit. It's not game-breaking, according to Cheese, but it is if an enemy shoots Telesto bolts on the ground, you can Ballistic Slam, and the game will think that they are enemies still because they've been shot by your enemy. So that's why it's not so game-breaking as much, because you can't really get too much of a cluster of Telesto bolts from one person. And if you're Ballistic Slamming just the bolts, you're prone to being killed and things like that but you do get super energy from the ballistic slam. So you could potentially, if there's a team of Telesto wielders, just keep ballistic slamming those Telesto bolts and build up your super really quickly. Uh, Gambit, again, situational. Depends on the invaders, I think. So it has to be an enemy's Telesto bolts. He also has a video on Champion Fountains, which is 10 elemental wells plus heavy and special ammo on each champion finish build. So if you want to have a look at that, check that out. And then I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the Trials Easy Wins video from Crazy Mr. Pips, which is a Warlock build with the boots. I can't remember the name of the boots. With the fur. Yeah, the boots (laughs) with the fur. Or not so much fur. Yeah, the ones we mentioned. (laughs) The ones we mentioned, which are called, and if my things, Boots of the Assembler, that's the one, that work really well with the Luminate Hand Cannon. Check that out. That looks really cool. Maybe worth, you know, trying it out this week in Iron Banner and then maybe taking it into trials the following week. And then TDT has another one of his videos where he tries out stupid kind of Destiny builds from his community. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Um, But the first one, the Kitchen Gunner, or the Kitchen Gun is is pretty cool. Kind of have a look at those because... Some of those are insane builds that his community make him do, like wearing all green armor, going into Iron Banner at 1100 power. And some of them are actually good suggestions of what builds you might want to try. And then finally, the anti-meta video from Ascendant Nomad. And here's how to win with any weapon in Destiny 2. And again, there is a, a screenshot that he asks you to take at the beginning of what kind of, how he's broken down which guns fit into kind of what ranges and how you might want to play against those so go and check that out i recommend them for this week so yeah uh, have you guys got anything you'd like to recommend or apart from your podcast of course kingsley because we could always recommend that yes that (laughs) the um that's a destiny 2 winning raid podcast Mm -hmm. the best rating podcast on the net yeah that one Mm mm-hmm so where, where can people listen to you? Yes. Well, you can uh, find our show either on Twitter as The Guardian Hub, or you can go to our lovely website, theguardianhub.com, the best hub on the net. Anyway, so what what three damn things do I turn in to get a man at a holiday to get me legendary? Oh, jeez. <laughs> that again. Because it's not... Well, I'm trying to figure it out. Dude, I am broke. All right? Watch I have a hundred I will... I asked Look you to post the video. the video. You didn't post the video. Oh, Jesus. I'll post you the video. Hang on a second. I need this. I'm broke. You're really that broke? I have 100 charts. Share. Copy. And, and while he's figuring that out, you can also, if you want to follow me, obviously my name is Kingsley Mac, and I'm on all the places as Kingsley Mac, except for on Twitter, I am MC Kingsley. Because someone took Kingsley Mac. 
MC Kinsley up in his house. Mm -hmm. But people were always calling me McKingsley, so I changed to Kingsley Mac. So, do they get in contact with you for like raid chirpers and things like that if they uh, want to have sure, a, sure. a good, good yeah. time with raid nights? I mean, you uh, uh, after you've uh, joined Two Titan, Two Titans in a Hunter Discord, consider joining other Discords. There's a lot of great Discords out there for the community. We all kind of build each other up and support each other with raids and things like that. Well, if you stick the link of your Discord in the thing, and I'll I'll post yeah. that people if they want to quickly get to you, they can beg you and sin and dares to take them to heights that they've never known before. <laughs> Well, is that it? Because with that, I do need to start heading on out. Yeah, there yep. is. That's it. And uh, we, guess need, what? Wow. We, we need you to do a closer. Amazing. Did you record a closer? I, I've got a closer. Yo, Ooh. let's get it. Yes. I, I have the ending down for this. Let's so thank you for joining us. I am your lone titan this week, Night Demon. Your law reading hunter is Mr. No One Respawns in Real Life. Our law god of knowledge and guidance in reading, said law, is the all-knowing not half. And your guest parody of the week has been the amazing Kingsley Mac from the Guardian Hub podcast. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. We're on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. You can find us on Facebook at two titans and a hunter. Find your favorite guardians on bungee.net slash friends. I think that's how you can find any one of us now and just click to be our friend. So, yeah. What is that about? <laughs> he was, he's got he, yeah. he's got his account locked down that's what that means <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> you can watch my mountain of iron banner footage for the show on youtube or you can check out the raw uncut live version of the show on twitch respawn where do we uh, find you uh no one responds in real life all spelled out on twitch.tv dot slash tv something Yes, and we generally record at 10 a.m. Eastern on a Saturday morning. So if you want to pop in and say hello, call Respawn some names, tell us that we can't read, then yeah, do that. You can so, also listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. I'm at the end now, just don't disturb me. Yeah. I will right. leave you wondering if we have really replaced the parody or not. Tune in next week to find out. Say goodbye, Guardians. Deuces. Goodbye. Bye. Say my name, say my name. I don't know how the rest of the song goes. Because I don't listen to that genre. Executor Hideo of New Monarchy. Boom! Nailed it! <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, walked alongside Lakshmi. Lakshmi, too. Nailed it! <laughs> Future War Cult. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Have you done Valid point there, Eastbourne.